John, John Matt Matt's said he's leaving. leaving and is never going to come back. <laughs> he's going to the store for milk. <laughs> he said he's getting cigarettes. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 164 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live. From beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Bishop of Bishes, Mr. World Wide West. Because everywhere I go, leave a worldwide mess. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Hopefully, y'all had a good week, a happy new year, and a very, very happy holidays. And to my far right, so far right, he's in the other room. The great Gabagool, Greg Postovich, the Saratobi Soundman himself, Mr. Matt Barba. It's a me. It's a you indeed. Matteo. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see him at all. And bringing you in last... The Guyanese God himself, friend of the pod, John Mutu, everybody. Hello, John. Thank you for joining us. No, you calling me friend of the pod is crazy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Today you a friend of the pod. <laughs> Today crazy. that mute button works. It's like, let me stop. <laughs> um, hey, guys. You know, we're here in 2023. Uh, started off pretty rough, so can't get any worse than this. It's only up from here, baby. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. And if you haven't figured it out by now, John is actually not in studio with us. He's home. He's working from home today, you know, um, <laughs> Facts. or recording from home today, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, um, I miss you guys. Uh, I miss being in the studio. I mean, with all three of y'all, of Facts. course. So next week we'll we'll, re- we'll really get back. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. And we got a lot to talk about today. Um, so why don't I just start us off and we'll just get right into it. Um, so... I think the obvious story this week, um, NFL-related, I just want to say, um, definitely want to say prayers up to Deron Hamlin and his family. If y'all haven't heard by now, and I don't know how y'all couldn't have heard by now, um, yeah, um, a man almost lost his life on the football field the other night. And even though the game meant a lot, and even though there was a lot implicated by the game, uh, the NFL, they made the right decision on ending the game. Well, in my personal opinion, I feel like it was the right decision on, you know. Did the NFL the do it? Well, the or NFL, did the, 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 the coaches, teams just decide, yo, we're not well, going to do it. And the NFL is, was like, all right. That is TBD, you know. <laughs> but it, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but the reports is like, oh, well, they the NFL told the sideline that they got five minutes to get ready. And then the, the, the coaches apparently was just like, yeah, nah, fuck that. We're not going out there. So a big shout out to Sean McDermott and to Zach Tiller. Um, for for um, leading their teams throughout all of this, and it just it just it just sucks, man, because this is something that we've never seen, at least in my in in my watching of North American sports and football, basketball, and football. I've never seen anything that's happened like this, at least in this capacity. I know everybody keeps referring to uh, the in the UEFA Cup a couple years ago, where um, I for, I'm, his name is his name is um, 
is escaping me but he actually passed out but um this is this seemed a lot more serious than that um Duran was on the field and the way the way that I consumed it basically from what from watching it um injury timeout you know how that goes you see him fall but I thought somebody pushed him I honestly thought that T Higgins pushed him when he when he mm. fell because he got right up after he got hit mm. um and then you know like injury timeout that's very regular in the NFL unfortunately they come back from break and they're talking about how they initiated CPR on this man and I'm like wait a second that caught my ear I'm like what the fuck is going on I'm in bed watching this shit you see players crying I think you saw Stephon Diggs get really emotional mm. and um I don't know my raw reaction to to it all was just like I, I was just praying for his family I was praying for him of course but you know when a lot of times what gets lost in this and what gets lost in sports football especially is that these guys go out on the field every week and put their lives on the line you know whether it's for the money that they make whether it's for our consumption whether it is that they're living their dreams out every time that they step on the field they are living you know they are they, they are putting their lives on the line and i i feel we all got a taste of reality with that this past week and i i, I love to hear how you guys feel about it too um but yeah it was it was definitely an unsettling feeling and it was something that even though you know, it's it, it still hasn't settled in with me. If I'm if I'm being completely honest with you, this happened. You know, by the time y'all y'all hear this, it'll have been Friday by now. But it's Wednesday, and this happened two nights ago, and it still unnerves me a lot. Yeah. Um. I. So I, I actually started watching the game later. Um. I started watching at, after it happened. So around like, I want to say like nine ten maybe. Um. And they were like, oh, it's delayed, and they were explaining what's going on. And then I like looked up on Twitter because I was like, I want to see the collision and see what happened. Um, and it looked like pretty routine, you know what I mean? Um, and that's really what I think had me the most shook is usually when it's head trauma, you know. On top of it, when it's head trauma, you don't need to do CPR on anyone, right? Like um, if someone gets up, stand up too quickly from stuff, they get woozy, it falls down they fall down we see it happen we see people get knocked out right we see all of those things we've seen catastrophic injuries limbs and things like that mm-hmm. but like in um you know the, some of the announcers and people after talking about us like but just to have cpr be in the field and they just kept saying they were like yeah it was like a long period of time right like they were like he went down i think at like 850 and then through that process when they were doing cpr they were like joe buck just kept saying it wasn't like quick like they were doing it for like minutes and minutes um and, you know, like, the reason why I wanted to see the hit is I want to see if there's anything that I can, you know, notice from, uh, I'm sure Miles, you might have felt the same way yeah. of the whole, all right, we, we have this science mind. We know, you know, this is a field that we're very familiar with. What could this be? Um, and the only thing that was coming to mind was, um, I know for us and for, like, people who played the cross at a young age probably also have thought about this. Like, the reason why goalies wear heart guards and stuff like that is, um, if you get hit in the chest hard enough at the perfect time, which is right in between heartbeats, uh, it can stop your heart. Um, so that was my first thought. Just the way I was like, it didn't seem like any sort of big hit. He kind of hit him in the chest and then he got up and, you know, things happened. So that was my first thought. Um, that's still the only thing that I can see being plausible, just from like, you know, a scientific standpoint. But at the same time, like, I'm like, okay, I was talking myself out of that because 
I'm like, if it was CPR, like they didn't have a defib, you know what I mean? And I feel right. like if they if they had a defib, I mean, if it was um his heart stopping, if they had a defib, that would have been known. Um, and it would be crazy if they didn't have defib. Right. So that's why I was so shocked at that. And then after you know I talked myself out of that scenario, I was just confused. And I'm like, that I think it was really you know outside of the um uncertainty of just what's going on with him you know and if he's all right and everything like that because you know obviously it's going to take time to get an update but um like the uncertainty of not knowing what could have caused it you know and i'm sure for the people who don't have you know the background we do or i do specifically just like they really don't know what it could be and it just seemed like such a routine play like it's terrifying you know um and like you said like prayers to him and his family and you hope that like the correct information gets out because there's a lot of things that come out after that time and people are saying these things and some people are trying to be like oh it's vaccine side effect and all this shit like that where at the end of the day like let the information come out so people know what it is um and uh i i heard a video of a doctor talking about what he thinks it is and he also thinks it's the same thing that i said it's just something that like is super rare and difficult to happen you don't really see it often uh usually you hear about it in either like a cross scenario or like a baseball scenario like someone taking a line drive to the chest or a pitch or something like that right um but like i just i hope first and foremost that he's okay and he'll be able to you know there's no lasting damage from that um but from how long they were saying we really don't know but uh yeah i hope he's he's gonna be all right and we'll be able to have a full recovery and that like the information gets out so we can i'm actually play the game safer because it's a freak thing but like we don't need to start, you know, going on this wild witch hunt and searching all these answers and the wrong things get blamed and everything like that. I also think uh, it took a while, but like for them to say the team's got five minutes to warm up and then they're going to freaking potentially go back out. That was ridiculous. And all I was thinking of was um, when Paul George hurt his leg and Pop came out and he was like, yeah, we're, we're not playing <laughs> like we're, we're not doing any of that sort of thing. Um, you know they obviously did the right thing in canceling it you wish it would have you know just been a quicker thing i understand you gotta go through this process um and also man fuck skip bayless <laughs> like fuck skip bayless and i like he you want to get know, some context behind that john man. my fault not to cut you up but you wanted to get, oh yeah. yeah um if you guys didn't see or know um skip bayless put out a tweet he put out the first tweet which was a normal tweet about you know things happening but, you know, Skip always has to double down because Skip does everything for a reaction. But there's a line, and he crossed that line. Um, JT, are you pulling up the tweet, or are you just being on your phone? Um, no, I mean, I I know I, I don't have it word for word. I could find it yeah, for you, I but I, I know, like, yeah, you, you, if you want to paraphrase it, yeah. Yeah, basically, he was just like, it starts off with saying, oh, you know, at this terrible time, uh, I don't understand how the NBA could even think about you know, continuing this game. But at the same time, um, a game of this magnitude that we would all we were all looking forward to and has such implications, you know, how could they cancel it? Like, bruh, like, what are we doing here, man? Like, a man's life is at risk. This wasn't, like, you know, even we talk about players, like, potentially going, trying to figure out how to play after someone has a catastrophic injury. And that's just a physical, like, a body injury, something that affects a limb or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, and we're talking about a man-needed CPR, and to even put the thought of, you know, I still would have liked to see the game being played. Like, come on, son. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was definitely like one of those when I read the tweet, I was like, damn, this is really, really tone deaf. Because, like, to be honest, I like these are things that I was thinking about 
as well in terms of like there's a lot like this game in particular had a lot of implications but you know one of those things read the room right like Mm -hmm. time and place and that was yeah maybe the next day you know on your show you you know you talk about it you know it's like oh okay like what could the what, what could the nfl do going forward for this game this magnitude it's kind of basically uncharted water waters um you know it's interesting you bring up the whole thing about lacrosse goalies and things like that because they actually did show like like 20 years ago a guy in the nhl had a literally similar situation happen he took a puck off the chest and stood up for a second and then collapsed over on the ice and and you know l- l- luckily he was able to you know he, he survived but yeah it's just one of those scary freak things that you you know we always you always know football is a, a very dangerous sport and, and things can happen you know at, at, in, in the blink of an eye like when i saw you know him being carted off like i immediately thought of the uh the kid from uh i keep calling him a kid but he's not a kid because he's older than us uh the dude eric legrand from uh ruckers when he became paralyzed on that kickoff return yeah bro um so it's just like it's one of those crazy things where like in football is such a barbaric sport but like we still put millions and millions of dollars into it and just even the fact like you bringing up the whole pop situation i feel like in sports we're just so programmed now to the show goes on we see so many catastrophic injuries right like the kevin ware thing happened literally in the ncaa tournament and the game continued yep right like, like it never even happened yeah gordon hayward you know with his ankle leg injury yeah. in the, the first game of the nba season show went on right how many times do we see guys get carted off the field you know they t- have to take off the, the the face mask and stuff the show goes on right this is just one of those rare rare instances where the show didn't go on because of just how serious the situation was um and so life and death yeah that's what that's what i'm not not to cut you off but i mean that's that's really what it comes down to i mean you know i i think the difference of with paul george kevin ware um i'm trying to think of more catastrophic injuries but you get alex smith alex smith right um, joe dasman like even uh nurkic nurkic facts like you've seen this these shits happen all the time but then in the day it's like all right you know your guys alive like they really had Mm -hmm. to see you know imagine being a player on the bills defense having to watch your teammates man that gotta watch your teammate be brought back to life by people you know justin that's the only difference i say there yeah you know it's like because because like you said it's the certainty of like all right even like with acl mcl injuries like all right he's 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 breathing you know he's gonna be okay damn it sucks that you know his his season is over or something like that but like at least you know he he's all right you know for the most part yeah this one was just scary it's it's crazy because like i didn't even know it happened because i was watching the nets game uh and then somebody had put in in a group chat uh the post so when i first saw it obviously it's not going to show the the video in in its entirety and just said prayers for uh hamlin so my first thought was oh he must have taken like some crazy big hit and he's just on the field and i saw the player i'm like wait like why does this look so this looks so regular Mm -hmm. um but that's like again that's like the, the scary thing about football is you know it could be you see guys get up literally from like the hardest hits ever uh, but something as kind of mundane and regular as this tackle results in a near life and death situation. Um, and, you know, shout out the Bengals players for, you know, consoling the Bills guys because there was a lot of a lot of teary-eyed faces there. Shout out the coaches for basically pulling the teams off the field and being like, nah, we're not playing. I know there was like some video of, of players going to the hospital. There was some fans that were making their way to the hospitals, like outside praying. So, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, it was, a, you know, it, 
heated competition you know there's two very proud fan bases but at the end of the day you know we're all human and it's bigger than football so it's a good thing this nice show of unity between um you know all the uh you know everybody involved i think um mm-hmm. the the sad thing about death this i the sad and 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 good thing about death and there's no good thing about death and he's not dead you know what i'm saying but like you know tragedy is that it really does bring people together um the best part about this entire thing is that his charity that that he started that was literally a GoFundMe just to raise toys for kids. That was at, I think the 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 goal for it was twenty five thousand dollars. That his charity is now over six million dollars. Like mm-hmm. and like and that number just keeps on go on going up. And it's great to see that like you know you have NFL executives donating to it. You have NFL players do- donating to it. Like, you have fans from both fan bases donating to it. And I-, I think that's just, you know, that's like the silver lining in all of this. But, you know, it's still tragic. And it's just still, it- it's still hard. And it's, you know. Yeah. I mean, as of now, like, we know that he's now in stable condition. Um, he was critical in hospital for a while. So it- it's good that, you know, he seems to to be on the mend. Um and obviously, for him, football is very far away. It's just about getting getting healthy again um, and getting right. So it's it's yeah, man. It's it's a crazy thing, and it's still another week of the regular season, you know. Um, and it's it, it is like that. That was, you know, if we there's a lot of things like you talk about. The show has to go on. Like that game was going to be an important thing for a lot of seating and all of that. And it's just how much of a backseat that is that like whatever they figure out we'll deal with that when it comes but the important thing is that we know that he's stable um and you know it seems to be going in the right direction yep absolutely um but yeah like i said it's a lot of a lot of a lot, lot of things hinged on that game monday but and it'll be interesting to see how the nfl works around it like they already said they're not playing that that game this week uh so now you have all these possibilities maybe they had a they had a week 19 but if you had an, if you had a week 19 you know that means you're probably taking away the buy in between the Super Bowl, um, and it's it'd be easy if there was if these are two teams out of playoff contention, right? If it was like the Seahawks, not sorry, not the Seahawks, like like the Rams and the the Falcons, and it's like all right, well, mm-hmm. you know, s- still sad situation, but the game and for, for records wise doesn't even has matter. No bigger yeah, consequences. Like, just give a no contest or give a, a tie to both teams and keep it moving. But mm-hmm. like so many teams are affected not only this week but next week going forward for playoff seating in the AFC. It's like wow, like it's insane. Yeah. So this is like you know that's what sidebar. Yeah. But that's why I was surprised that you don't want to pick any games for next week. I mean, I feel like the games that matter feel like they there's a lot of things hinging on what the league is going to do with bills not even what the league is going to do with bills and Bengals, but what the Bengals and the bills are going to do themselves because it it just feels like such a tumultuous time where it's like the bills could easily just say like i said like in like barring something catastrophic happening hopefully nothing happens in between the time of the recording and when we put it out uh but mm-hmm. i could see a situation where the bit where if something happens like takes a turn for the worse the bills are like hey we're not going to play this week you know, we're just gonna, we're going to take this week to to mourn our brother, mourn our teammate, and move forward afterwards. And so, if that's the, if that's the case, right? Bills Patriots is probably the most one of the most important games next week, next week yeah. because one, it, it could either determine who gets the one seed, or two, it determines if the Patriots make the playoffs, if the 
uh, Dolphins make the playoffs, if the Steelers make the playoffs. Uh, so there's just so much riding on uh, on it. I don't know who the Bengals play off the top of my head. Oh, they play no, it's a division Ravens. game. They play, they play the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens. Yeah. So it also yeah. it's for whoever wins that game wins the division. Exactly. So again, it's a situation where they well, like, maybe there's a you know I don't I can't get into the psyche of anybody on those two teams, but hey, could it could have taken a a toll on a lot of the Bengals players and maybe they come together and say, hey, like we just don't feel right playing after you know witnessing such a traumatizing event right and one and once again like i just want to reemphasize that like yo we're we we're all on the same page about um Duran hamlin's health that is paramount that's first and foremost but we also got a job yeah. to do like from our end and talk about you know what is actually being implicated here because it's a lot mm -hmm. those are the, those are two teams that are fighting for 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 a bye which you know in the grand scheme of the nfl that means that means a lot that's a whole week of rest that your team gets to get and mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't know what they're going to do with the game. I, I it, It's tough to speculate. I don't really want to speculate. But all I know is that if, like, as of, like, as of now, neither of those, like, the Bills obviously have the bye right now. But if they don't, mm -hmm. it, it like, it, if they cancel the game, then that means that Kansas City would get it. Who they beat. I mean, Kansas City actually lost to the Bengals, the Bengals too. It's, it's. A you, lot of, yeah, your seating base will just win percentages at that point. Right, exactly. So, you know. I, I think the NFL is really just trying to see what happens with this with this week. It, it it's tough to imagine that that either team really plays next week, man. I, I it really does. It really is hard for me to imagine that. But you know, NFL got their I bottom think, line to protect. I I think they are gonna play. I think I, I understand it's a traumatic thing, but I think that now that positive news has come out, like that was a like they um you know when they were I felt so bad for the announcers, like. Joe who had to kind Joe. of buy time. Yeah, not even just him and Troy, um, Booger and I Booger and uh, Adam Schefter and uh, I yeah. forgot. Um, but like they really, I felt bad yeah. for them because it's like you know they don't really know what to say and you don't really want to talk that much after seeing stuff yeah. like that. But like Booger was like, at the end of the day, like you're not gonna look at me and tell me to go out there until I know whether or not he's okay. That's a fact. So obviously he's not a hundred percent out of the woods. But, like, I think that now that we know he's in a stable condition and things like that, like, it seems like his life is not as, you know, at risk as much. Um, I think that they'll be, like, they will be moving forward. Um, the psychological toll, that's going to be a player-to-player -player thing, you know what I mean? And I think that we see it in sports out there go, okay, like, thank God he's not, you know, in a life-threatening situation. And this is, like you said, we're recording as of um, Wednesday. So as of now, this is just the information that's out. Um, so I, I think that they, those stuff, I don't think that stuff is going to change. And I just think that there's a lot of games of consequence. Like obviously those two teams, huge games of consequence for them. But even outside, like Lions Packers, like is yeah. relevant. You know what I mean? Um, there's, there's games that like throughout the week, like this is a week 18 where as much as the eliminated teams can sleep, like and just chalk it up or whatever. Like even the the teams at the top for the most part can't just pack it in. Right. Like even for you guys, like um our game our game matters too. Not for Eagles. us because we're locked yeah. in at the six seed, yeah, but it definitely in. matters for the Eagles. If the Eagles exactly. lose to us, then the Cowboys are are the one seed. Yeah. I, yeah. This is uh -oh. I mean this is this is part of the reason why the NFL got rid of the second buy in the first place, because they wanted this, you know, because I feel like if if there were two if there were two buys um, for the one and two seeds, I don't even really think we're talking about this, to be honest. Um, to, I, I said if there was. 
Okay. If there was no, there's only no, there's only one, there's only yeah, one buy, only one buy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why I just I, I still think we should have picked some games, but I understand. Well, now I understand more. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Um. I, I still there's just a lot of things like it's like this is I feel like one of the most um this is the biggest like I would say most influential week obviously the first week 18 but like this is the most influential last week of the season in recent memory for me I mean definitely to where like definitely. there's so many things that directly affect the playoffs right that hang in the balance right I mean like I the, mean, the Packers can still make it you know what I mean, right. yeah, the, I mean Lions, the, pa- if the, Pack- if the Packers win they're, they're in yeah if the Packers win they're in that that's like that that's it because it's Packers and Lions this those are the, those are the mm-hmm. two teams Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And I think they're at level two. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. I mean, also, um, I was hoping Carolina pulled that shit out, bro. Oh, yeah. They managed so to her. sneak into the playoffs, man. That would have been a good story. But, you know, Brady had other plans. You know how that goes. Literally, Mike Evans had, had other plans. But... Yeah, Mike Evans had other plans. Yeah. I don't Sam get, I don't, Darnold, I, you know, I, he Darnold a little bit. I don't get how you get beat by the same play three straight times. I'm like, Three or four yeah. possessions, like it's the same. It's the same go route, literally Let's every single time. Over top, bro. Just put, please. Like, what do you call it? JC Horn's uh, agent should just show that clip in 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 uh, contract negotiations. Contract negotiations, like they see. Look, this is what will happen when my boy's not out there. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Oh dear. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I, I don't. I was gonna say, what, what what's the your feeling? You know, you got you clinched. Uh, you guys clinched your playoff spot. Oh, this week. I mean, you know, I I had said that this was a must win going into this game. Um, obviously, it's a must win because we win and we're in, and we don't have to worry about what happens during uh, week eighteen. But I, I mean, I'm happy. I, I'm happy that I'm happy that we're, that we're, that we're going. I mean, we started the season seven and two, so I I, I kind of thought we were playoff bound from the start. We obviously went through our little lull and our little stretch, you know, but we figured it out. Uh, Danny had one of his best games as a giant. Yeah. Uh, I've also been telling people that, like, for at least the past couple weeks now, I haven't spoken, I haven't seen you guys. Um, Dale Jones, I think he deserves to be the quarterback, at least for the next couple of years. Do I think he's a long term answer? No, but do I think that he deserves yeah, I just hope you guys to don't overpay him? I mean, so listen, like that's just that's just the name of the game. Because if we don't overpay him, we either franchise tag him and he walks, or 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 franchise tag him or he walks. You know, or we let him walk. And I, I don't really see what the alternative would be right now. I just think that we have to surround that man with some weapons. And if we can get that man some weapons, we'll we'll be in good shape. You know, think about, think about know. it like this. My man was supposed Sorry, to have yeah, Kenny Galladay, Wandale Robinson, Sterling Shepard, amongst others. And Kadarius Tony. And Kadarius Tony, right? And he finished the season with Isaiah Hodgins. Richie James. And Richie James. Now Richie James has improved a lot this Darius season. Slayton. I'll give him and Darius Slayton, right. That's your that's your that's your three, three, and your four. You know what I'm saying? You're good right there. Um I um Saquon, I, I expect him to have a decent a decent playoff game. Honestly, I know he's gonna want to go out there and turn up. I you know, they've been managing his carry, so it's time to, to free that man. Xavier McKinney coming back right before the playoffs, I think it's huge. Yep, that's a fact. Um, we're gonna have a Dory back. Um, really? Yeah, no, okay. he, yeah, that's he's great. gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be back. He would have came back next week, but now they're gonna just wait until playoffs because why not? 
and I don't really think anybody should play next week. I know that's a big game for the Eagles, but to be honest, who cares? We're in. We we're in the sixth seed regardless. Like that, what happens with with Dallas and Philly really don't got nothing to do with us. Yeah, I think you guys can really chill. But like, I don't know, man. The Eagles are just not good. Not good, but they haven't been um, good with uh Hurts being out. Yeah, so I like, mean, well, yeah, I mean, they they need their their MVP. I mean, I think if anything, this yeah. just strength strengthens the the whole Jalen Hurts MVP talk. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I I don't I see how you lose a game where the where the, the Saints scored what they scored 13, 17 points, something like that. You Saints know, and AJ isn't even, bad. They're yeah. not a bad defense. They're not a bad. They're not, they're not a bad they're not defense, a team, but, but they're not a when good you team. have when you have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard, like you know Miles Sanders, you got dudes like those. Quez Watkins, like you're supposed. You're, those are games you're supposed to win. I, I can't talk mm-hmm. shit about the Eagles because you know Jalen Hurts is out, fine, but you can't tell mm-hmm. me that without Jalen Hurts, they don't win the last two games. Yeah, you know and that's you gotta, if you're supposed to, and this is what I think it goes into like what we said before about how. Like conversation we had, especially in the NFC, how about like these teams at the top are on fraud watch until essentially the playoffs. Yeah. Like because you know we looked at the Eagles' schedule and it wasn't that crazy, and you know we sit here and go the NFC East is one of the best divisions in the league. Yet they just play each other, and then you know then these teams play real teams and they get exposed, i.e. the Cowboys. Right. Um. So it's I don't know, man. I I don't know about you guys, but I think it just like the real one seed in my eyes. Um is the 49ers um obviously jimmy being out changes everything and then you know we'll see how far you can go with brock Purdy. but it just i feel bad for the 49ers man it's always a key fucking injury yeah fucks some uh, key times you know and uh I, I don't know like to me looking at the nfc um I, you know eagles with a healthy jalen they should be the best team and you ideally you want a final city between them and san francisco uh, nfc championship game um but like the giants are well coached and they play hard it's a team you don't want to see if somehow green bay sneaks in i don't like detroit's defense is just abysmal but their offense is super fun. like but if somehow green bay sneaks in like you know shit gets shit gets weird uh tampa bay is on fraud watch we've mm-hmm. been on fraud watch the vikings are not good I don't care what you say. You're not going to tell me the Vikings are a good team. Just don't forget that playoff games are primetime games. Like, well, 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 hold on. Not all of them. Not all of them. One, p- what they do play playoff games at one p.m. I don't yeah, know. If- they've also been losing games at one p.m. So that is true. That no, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I'm just saying, it's, you know, one p.m. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He still he still exists. I mean. <laughs> well, I don't know. I hope but, the, um, like I, Green Bay is a team that's really like finding their legs and finding rhythm, and that's a team of veterans that you don't really want to see come um, outside of the wide receiver room. Like, how many people in general? Like, it doesn't matter about how the season has gone. If you look at how Green Bay is finishing the season, you want to play Aaron Rodgers and the way the defense played that this last game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to play somebody immunized. <laughs> be somebody vaxxed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. The NFC is still up in the air, and the fact that the Eagles team, with all with everything else that they had, like couldn't win one of these games. And I mean, you know, I ideally they're gonna sit everyone next week, but at the same time, like the, your coaches like to get after it, and you don't want to. A lot of times that 
whole we're gonna take our foot off the gas towards the end of the season doesn't go well for a lot of teams. You know what I mean? Like you want to have positive momentum coming to the season. You understand you're resting people. So we'll see what they do. Um, but if you guys somehow beat them again, if Jalen Hurts doesn't play and they don't clinch, shit gets weird. Shit I mean, gets yeah, real that's, weird. That's definitely yeah. Because talking about especially it, if we don't know what his injury recovery timeline is like, then you're either putting out like... a potential not 100% Jalen Hurts and first week of the playoffs i mean that's crazy man. well here's the thing though is that if they're if they are somehow able to to jalen hurts has to play next week i don't know what the extent of the injury is but if he is like even at 65 percent next week damn 65 percent is a low number let's just say he's at 75 if, if, if the 65 or 70 percent jalen hurts win i think so i really do think so against the giants that's I not thought, gonna be playing I anybody one regarded Minshew. These past two weeks. I mean, Minshew, I mean, the two weeks ago against the Cowboys, Minshew wasn't bad. I mean, you know, his receivers was carrying, but last week Minshew was not. He was not good. That was that was that was a very very bad. They didn't have their first first down until I think the last minute of the first half. The offense looked horrible. Yeah, I mean, I you chalk it up that that uh, that Cowboys game to just all right. Cowboys really don't have not to say they don't have film on Minshew, but they've been studying Jalen Hurts all season. You know, what Minshew comes in, he's a you know little spark to the yeah. offense, et cetera, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. just something new. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's against a Saints team that has, not to say they didn't have anything to play for, but a Saints team that should not have been on the same field as that Eagles team. Yeah, that was that was not a great performance. Um, I would take, I would definitely take 60% Jalen Hurts over 100% Gardner Minshew any day. I mean, it just just the threat, the dual the dual threat ability of, of, of Hurts, um, you know, is, is, is enough to sway me. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts has done a good, like, the vibe I get is Jalen Hurts to me is dual threat Jimmy G. Like, Hmm. he's, I think last year when he wasn't as consistent, it showed more abilities to make ridiculous splash plays that won them games. But they also lost a bunch of games too, you know what I mean? And I feel like this year his play has been a lot more consistent. But the reason why he wasn't in the MVP conversation consistently to me was the fact that he wasn't doing anything spectacular. And it was more so just the amount of talent around them that he was doing all the right things to yeah. lead them to win. I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like... I don't know, John. I feel like my man Jalen Hurts is making the throws, bro. I mean, I know it's, it's I tough know. to... I know. I think he's doing the things, but Jimmy G don't make throws. I mean, not like Jalen Hurts has this season. Oh. I, get, I mean, listen, I see where you're going with it. Like, but... It's almost as if you're making kind of like the Michael Parsons argument, like what he was basically saying, like, yo, like it's hard to like not be that good when one, you don't play anybody, and two, like you got all that talent around you. But yes. it, it's, but he's still, it, it's still he's still talented in my it, opinion. I, like, I, I agree with you. That's what I, yeah. I think that I think that Jalen Hurts has car- has carried these guys. You see it like it's it's not it, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, you got AJ Brown, you got Devontae Smith. But at the same time, you got you got to make the throws. Like a, a lot of people got got good talent around them, it can't really seem to do much with it. You know what I'm saying? Or it may have taken them until this season to really put it together. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna sit here and say that Kirk Cousins don't got talent around him. Do we think that Kirk Cousins is is a is a great quarterback or MVP candidate? We see the Vikings record; they're not they're not there. You know, no, I mean, not, not them not like being it, there. To, sorry, to that, but they're, but that, Kirk Cousins Kirk is not too. there. Kirk, Kirk, you make the throws too. Kirk, do you make the throw? He makes the throws, just not at after one p.m. Yeah, man. I'm just saying. Except for that one game against the Cowboys, for some reason this right. year. Yeah, that one game against. The Cowboys. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, the Ravens are gonna be in it. I don't know if Lamar's coming back. Um, yeah, I don't know what the prognosis is. I just know that his knee is still fucked up. But if he comes back, great. If not, 
hey man, this is gonna be an interesting off off season to see where he goes um, and what or what happens with his contract situation. Let's put it more like that. All right. Uh, since you you know you brought up like us and the AFC like since you brought us up, you know <laughs> obviously we know that we here. um a lot of I was just gonna talk about the AFC. Um, I mean, our issues, and I've had weeks of not being able to talk about our issues. <laughs> um, I know, I know, that's, like, I know that was driving you crazy, wasn't it, John? John was going crazy in the crib, screaming into the void. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, the top of the AFC is full of uncertainty. But I personally think that the best teams in football, like, are the top teams, are in the AFC. Like, I'll take Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Who, in my opinion, I think Cincinnati is the best team in the AFC. Um, I think the Chiefs are absolutely the Chiefs, but I think that Cincinnati is the best overall team, and that's what we expected them to be after the moves that they made um, in the offseason, and it took them time to figure it out. And, like, after hearing things about, like, with offensive linemen and stuff like that, about how much chemistry it is and how long it takes to develop, yeah. it makes sense that, like, it took them half a season to, like, get shit going, but they have so many weapons that, like, they were able to manage somewhat, right? We know that they didn't have a great start to the season, but like, hey man, the Chargers finding their rhythm, um, us faltering, um, even though it's fuck Greg Roman, bro. I just, I just hope, like, I hope and pray that they don't create bad relationships with Lamar. Like, let's say they end up franchising him, they don't get a deal signed, but they go at least give us a year without Greg Roman before you make your final decision whether you want to stay here or not. That's what I hope, um, because I can't deal with this bullshit. Um, it is absolutely embarrassing. Um, yeah, I, I don't even want to like, these are games that we, like us losing to the Browns and the Steelers back to back, like in the way that we lost is like, and mind you, this is when I say it's about coaching where guess another team who has a semi dual threat quarterback, good run game and no offensive weapons in the wide receiver room to speak from, the Giants have one of the best red zone offenses. So guess what? It is coaching. And it's one of those things that I've been saying forever. So like, I don't know how long they're going to make excuses or Greg Roman make the one play. And then I have to hear fucking Chris Collins or talk about, you know, Greg Roman has this really dynamic offense. And, you know, he, <laughs> he does all these things. Like, no, it's not. It's super one dimensional. And it puts us in bad, like, predicaments that we can't get back from. So I don't even think it's a good... Um, Way to show Tyler Huntley's play, uh, because in the end of the season, all those things are good fun. I also think that like Lamar, when he comes back, needs to play well. I, I think he wasn't playing that well, and then it compounded with the fact that he wasn't getting any help from the coaching staff there. Um, so hopefully, we're going into the playoffs better. But the defense has been playing pretty well outside of last game. But there's a lot of scary teams, man. Like no one wants to see Jacksonville's offense. Like they're just a team that you don't really want to see. But the Chargers figuring shit out. Yeah, Joey like Bo along like, with no, not is it Joey? Like, Joey Bosa just came back, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're figuring things out, and to me, like the teams at the top, like Buffalo and Kansas City, have those weaknesses that can be exploited. Um, but like at the end of the day, like I, I think that Cincinnati, like, is the team to beat in the AFC. I also just want to point out that um, Daniel Jones is not a semi-dual threat quarterback. He is a multifaceted quarterback that plays the game the right way. You know, he runs hard, and um, he's very coachable. So, yeah, that's my that's my well, take on that. I'm telling you, man, the difference coaching makes, and I, I, I hate that, like, John Harbaugh is getting a lot of this flat because I don't, I don't think John Harbaugh – I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. I think he's 
not an X's nose coach, except for, for like special teams and stuff like that. He's a special mm-hmm. teams coach that leads into that. If he goes OC, take your OC, like take your offense, do, do what you got to do. And he manages personalities and builds a good environment and builds a good culture and does all of those things well. For him to get fired because of lack of offensive production and offense coordinators, I think would be stupid. Jim better. But y'all got a great coach. Indeed, we do. Great coach and staff in general. Any, well, in any event, do you guys have anything else on football? Uh, I'll talk about my team next week after Perfect. the season's over. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the season's just, over. Season's over yeah, now, but like, after just, this, no, after the real season, after it's over, I mean, over. Yeah, you guys are eliminated. Cause yeah, but we can still play spoiler. We can still we can still play spoiler. Yeah, yeah if we beat the if I mean, we beat the Dolphins. Oh my God! How could like last thing, last thing? Um, we're talking about playing spoiler. Uh, I think it's wild when Brandon Marshall makes really good points, um, and. The one that I'm talking about, I don't know if you guys saw, but it was him talking about Tua. And for Brandon Marshall, who's like the CTE wide receiver outside of Wayne Corbett. Jesus Christ. Um, outside of Wayne Corbett? And- <laughs> Why Wayne Corbett? Cr- Nick, Michael Ob- Irving is right there. Michael Irving. Wayne Corbett had. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, you, don't see, you don't see Wayne Corbett literally <laughs> off the dust every single week on TV. <laughs> um, But... Brandon Marshall was talking about where he was like, he, he was like, I, I enjoyed the contact aspect of football and all those things. And he was like, if I was Tua or if Tua was my son, I would tell him to sit his ass down. Like, and he's like, because if he gets one more concussion this season, that could be his career. And that is wild. Like, for them to not, and, and I understand, like, mistakes will be made. So if they're going to sit here and be like, there wasn't anything that made them feel during the game that Tua would have a concussion. Because there's times where that happens, right? Um, not everyone's gonna be perfect. Like there's, there were a ton of obvious scenarios, like um, the one with uh, was it Jacoby Myers? Yeah. Um, things like that, where the spotters gotta call it out and do all that shit, right? But like, dude, what do the Dolphins do? Yeah, bro. Uh, they're not winning with their back. Well, honestly, I think if Teddy stayed in, they would have won. I do. Yeah, if Teddy stayed in, they would have figured out. They didn't look that great with Teddy though, but yeah. No, um, but they, they yeah. but it would have been serviceable enough to get the win. Um, and then, you know. You have to put in a rookie third string. Um, you still don't know what Tua's thing is, and you don't know if he'll go in and accidentally get bumped into a lineman and potentially get another concussion because of what has happened this season with him. And that's not a knock on him. It's just like, I, I, I don't know 100% for a fact, but I feel like with concussions, it's kind of like with ankle sprains, where the more you get, the more you're likely to get another one. Um, so that shit's kind of wild for me. Uh, especially in such a short period of time as we've seen with Tua and like the extent of the head trauma he has faced this year. Like he's essentially a freaking MMA fighter at this point. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you're the Dolphins, right, you have the offensive weapons. You have, you know, you, you made the Bradley Chubb. You, you've done the things to put yourself in a good position. That's another team that when they're playing at their highest, it's a tough team to beat. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you what, I'm the Dolphins. My Jackson don't get franchise tag. Um, listen, like I, like I said, I know that both your team, you know, Miles' teams are trying to quarterback in the future. Um, but, like, he would be a fantastic fit on the Jets, but I don't think he goes there because it's cold. I think that the only place he will leave is for somewhere warmer, i.e. Miami. Um, yeah. But, like, now it's it's not just, oh, is Tua good enough to be the starter? It's, can Tua play football without causing serious harm to himself right and that's um, important because the dolphins are they're they set themselves up to compete 
they I mean, not gonna lie. Two on the Dolphins would be some scary shit. Like you Lamar. put him with I'm not not two, sorry. Lamar on the Dolphins. Yeah. Be some scary shit cuz you got you got Tyreek, you got Waddle. You got a de- you got some decent backs there. You know, Jacecki's not a slouch and tight end. Like, bro, you have the fastest offense in the NFL. Like, that's like the greatest show yeah. on turf times time. The NFL Street Edition, bro. Like, that's like that's yeah. it's really like that. Like that, that's honestly like, bro. The, Le- the Lamar now, rollout, fucking Tyreek Hill dot combination would be insane. That's yeah, and you have a good somebody. Like again, you have a good coaching staff and a good offense, right? Like that would just be ridiculous. Um, yeah. I guess the last thing I got is a little bit for Justin. Um, thoughts on Derek Carr being a quarterback next season? I told you Justin we're gonna talk. Team. I told you we're gonna talk about it next week, John. Jet stuff is next week. Okay. I got a well, lot. Of, I got a lot else. to get off my chest. I'm but. about to lie. That's gonna take this 115 all the way down to a 160. So yeah, we should probably hold off. But that's fine though. Cause it's a lot of it's, I got a lot of shit that I want to say about the Jets too. That's a that's a team that I watched the second okay. most. I was so. gonna um, you know, about the Daniel Jones thing. Um, if I was gonna say if you if the option is overpay for Daniel Jones or potentially get someone like a Derek Carr, thoughts? Overpay for Daniel Jones. Interesting. Yeah, because okay. I don't I don't think I don't think Derek Carr is really moving a needle in either direction. The problem with the Giants is not necessarily the quarterback right now. It's more or less that we don't have anything to supplement our quarterback with. And if the Raiders can be what record is that? A shitty record with Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and all these other guys. Mind you, I know Hunter Renfro was hurt, Darren Waller was hurt. It wasn't the offense's fault. It wasn't the, the it uh, wasn't it, 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 that defense sold, but Derek Carr also down. I would say the defense sold him in the first half. Derek Carr lost him at least three games in the last five weeks. I agree. I agree. So, I'm just saying that, that I, I mean, it's tough benching Derek Carr for Jared Stidham, but, you know, the nigga got benched for a reason. And at the end of the day, like, you you win it. You, as a quarterback, you the reason why, not you're not, not necessarily the true, all the reason, but people going to look at it as you're the reason why you win it and the reason why you losing. Like, yeah, and that's it. Whether it's true or not. Exactly, right. So, you know that's, you know that's tough. But I, I I am interested to hear what Justin has to hear about um the Derek Carr being a Jets quarterback. But we'll, like he said, we'll well, we'll just, listeners, we'll, you guys we'll, better tune in next week. Yes, absolutely. But we still got a lot more show for y'all. Um, anyhow, speaking of Justin and the teams that he roots for, there's another team that is doing really well right now that isn't football, but is basketball. So Justin. Would you like to talk about your, you know, your NETS? Ah, uh, yes, my NETS. Um, yeah. Fantastic December. I mean, who would have thought, uh, you know, back in November when the Nets were 2-5 and five and they're firing their head coach that, you know, they'd be a half a game at this point in time. They're playing right now um, Wednesday uh, against Chicago. But coming into Wednesday, a half game behind the Celtics for the one seed. Uh, honestly, it's it's just been a great ride. Twelve straight wins, um, barring what they do against uh, the the Bulls tonight. Um, just fantastic. Everybody's doing their job. KD's played phenomenal. Kyrie's played phenomenal. You got great contributions from Yuta Watanabe. TJ Warren has been a great addition. You know, how'd y'all even sneak him, bro? Like, how did he was waived? 
No, he was a no, yeah. bro. He, they signed him when he was hurt last year. Yeah, oh, he was a free yeah, agent. Y'all did, yo. Dragic was old as fuck. Dragic a bitch ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, y'all did. Oh yes, y'all did. Y'all did. Y'all did. So the Mavs are supposed to sign him too. Like you know, what I, I have to say, and then even Edmund Sumner from also another Pacer was a good uh addition uh this offseason so you know gotta give credit where credit's due to sean barks button on my keyboard but it wouldn't have done anything oh that's hilarious um you know so gotta give a little bit of credit to sean marks uh but you know what I, how much credit Ooh, can i give somebody GT that's giving just, credit to sean marks yeah i'm gonna lie he's finally okay. doing his job i mean the job's not done because there's still some holes on this team I mean, is he doing his job or did he do his job and the, they just didn't pay dividends so everyone was coming at him no i mean it's because none of the none of these moves were new what do you mean? None of the moves were new. From the last time you complained about him? No moves were made. When did I complain about Sean? I, I thought I was complaining about Joe Sai. Joe Sai. I don't think I had a I don't think no. I had a Marks rant uh not, 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 since not. like the summer. Well, no, yeah, since, we probably since like the summer. Not. He's right. Cause I was I was ranting about I remember like if you're referencing the Yeah, we, it was the, all the recent ones were about Joe Sai and Kyrie Irving, but like we've had conversations on whether he was a good GM. And oh yeah, so yeah, so th this is this this had this would have been before the signings because I mean he's not at the woods yet because he still gave an extension to Patty Mills who's a waste man. Yes, wow. pa Patty Mills don't even see bro, the court, bro. This nigga does not see the court, but we're paying him thirteen mil. Like it doesn't make any sense. He stinks. My son, you the want to not be stole his spot. Crazy. Great. I mean, and and honestly, it's he's been he's been a revelation for he's the been Nets. Great. He's, no, he's for been real. Great. Like at first he was just on some fit out there on some fan favorite shit, but now my man's get consistent minutes on the. And I fuck with it. Yeah, like, and he hey and man, even on the Raptors, he was like, he's the role player that you want. But the biggest thing was he reworked his shot and got more consistently from three point this season, and it's paying dividends. Man. Like he's yeah. a great role player. No, he, he really is, and you know it's unfortunate that he was just kind of I mean, there's there's a bunch there was a bunch of good young talent on the Raptors, so it was kind of hard to get you know some play time. Mm -hmm. But hey, he's he's found a found a role with this Nets team. It's it's great to see, and you know what? Honestly, this is the it, it took two and a half three years, but this is the seven eleven. This is what Nets fans have wanted to see. This is what we're we're yep. finally getting a good taste of what Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the same team could look like. You know, I know we th there was the the big three with Harden, KD, and Kyrie, but we never really got a straight up Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, yeah, just like the six two games of them together. Or yeah, too. like we never really got a, a consistent month, two months of basketball with them. So now we're finally seeing it, and it's it's, it's been great. Like this is. Like it's a shame that it's taken this long, but this is amazing to see. KD should definitely be in the MVP conversations because what he's doing with this type of efficiency every single night is phenomenal. But you can say also say the same thing about Kyrie. Yep. Like he's mm -hmm. he he's probably right. gonna be if he wasn't for such a horrible start to it for the, with the three point shooting early in the season, he'd probably be in the 50, 40, 90 discussion again this year. Yep. I mean, I, I think we saw it in the <clears throat> we were talking before the 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 broadcast or the podcast. He was he's he was 50 40 90 in the month of uh December. So look, is is this type of uh shot making ability and things like that is that sustainable all season? Probably not, but you do have two of the best shot makers in the NBA playing at an absolutely phenomenal level right now. So you know, you ride it to the wheels fall off. It's just one of those things where as net fans it's probably the first time maybe since two years ago during that stretch of like February and March when Harden was going off where you felt like, wow, this team really looks like the juggernaut that everybody, you know, predict them to be. And again, I preface this by saying they're not a complete team. There are still holes. There are things I find a problem with, with the players and things like that. Nobody's perfect. But as of right now, this is a definitely a top 
this is a top five team in the NBA as a whole. And look, one or two moves at the deadline possibly, and this could be the best team in the league. Yeah, man. Um, just from yeah. the Nets games that I that I've seen, I mean, just Justin watches every game. I don't watch the Nets every single game, but they these guys are just playing together. And I've been saying for quite some time is I will never let Justin forget that I told him like, yo, just let Jock Vaughn be the coach. They was like, no, no. coach no. of the month uh, for December, Jock Vaughn. Yeah, coach of the coach, coach of, of the month, month for <laughs> December. That JT also said he did not want as his head coach, but fine, whatever. We'll just leave it. We'll just leave it there because the Nets are doing good. Um. Yo, you just love to see it with the, with this with this crew of guys, man. And it's like even like Jock Vaughn and his post game pressers, which I love watching the the coaches in their post game pressers. Like he's just happy to be there, you know. Like after every game, this guy, you know, he's he's smiling. And obviously, it's easy to say now because the Nets basically haven't lost all of December. But you know, he has these guys hooping to the best of their ability. Like who would have thought that? After all of the turmoil that was going on with the Nets in the beginning of the season, turmoil really being the whole Kyrie Irving thing, and now it's almost as if that that well, the is the KD trade request. Too. The KD <laughs> trade request. It, we, we've come a long way from that. This is probably about as good as we've seen the Nets play since you know Kyrie and, and KD got to got to Brooklyn. So I love to see it, man. Not really for the Nets fans. I don't really. I'm not. I'm not really too fun, fond of the Nets fans. But I, this is a fun Nets team to watch. At the end of the day, so I'm jacking it, man. Yeah, um, I don't know. Did you guys see the clip of KD talking about Yuta like a okay. month or two ago? Uh, what did he say? Which, 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 he, was, which um, clip? he was on it like some show or something like that, and he was just like, I he was like, I, like he plays the game so hard that I have to tell him to relax because he's like, we can't afford for you to get hurt, so like you need to chill out sometimes. You don't need to do like everything, everything at a thousand percent, like you know, um. But yeah, man. I mean, it's like you said. It's the these are the the nets that we expected to see. To where, at the end of the day, the only thing that should be your limiting factor is health. Um, and hopefully that will continue to be a strong, like not a strong point, but like hopefully that will continue to not be a limiting factor. Um, and we can get as much healthy KD and Kyrie as possible. Um, but yeah, it, it's dope to see it happen because I feel like for this is what. NBA fans have been waiting for, like outside of Nets fans, just to really see like how great they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and shout out to those additions coming through, like Yuta and like TJ Warren, who was a piece, like an underrated piece. That's like a if you don't really like, like if you're a casual basketball fan, you're not gonna understand where TJ Warren came from or like why it's relevant, you know what I mean? But um it's a great piece to be expected to come back and be something and he's contributing to like which should be a real contender. Um, yeah. So shout out to the Nets. And uh, you know, even a even a piece like Royce O'Neal, you know, and yeah, man, you know, there was well, Royce O'Neal was a good piece for those yeah. Jazz teams as well. He was, he was. I mean, he, everybody that's played with him has you know said nothing but positive things about him. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those situations where everything is clicking. You know, health is a big factor. You know, so fingers crossed with that. I mean, even though Joe Harris has has, has been out, you know, kind of a good chunk of this season, the, the team really hasn't missed a beat. And the fact that you're missing, and even Seth Curry, like they the Nets really haven't had a, lo- a bunch of their sharpshooters like that on the floor. But yet their offense is one of the best. Is I think it is the best in basketball right now. I know they're number one in uh, in ATOs after timeout. Uh, please. So it's uh, a lot of good vibes going on in, in, in Brooklyn. Um, but, you know, going back to the Jock Vaughn's, the Jock Vaughn point, there was a clip of their huddle uh, that just surfaced up right, like two two days ago. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, and it was back with their game against the Raptors when Kyrie hit the game winner. 
And so if you don't know, the play was originally designed for KD. And so you see Jock drawing it up and things like that. And then KD says, no, run it for Kai. And Jock is like, all right, you sure? And he was like, yeah, run it for Kai. So, I mean, it's good that he trusts his players enough. And obviously you saw what happened, Kai, with the step back three over Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> um, Yo, but, please. you know, it's just one of those situations like, yeah, like Jock Vaughn is a real head coach. And the, and the thing I love about him is his accountability. Um, and you know, my, my, my problems with, with Jock was never about like, I didn't think he'd be accountable, things like that. I just didn't think at the time, with the sample size he gave us, he wasn't making the, the necessary adjustments in game, mm -hmm. but I'm glad that he's learned. He's got a good staff. I think getting Igor, uh, was definitely a, uh, a big help to this, 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 this staff. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, shout out him. Uh, it's just everything. And he's even talked about just being vulnerable with the guys and, and saying like, hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be perfect. And I know you guys aren't going to be perfect, but, you know, we're in this together. So we just got to be, the you know, the best that we can be. And, you know, that, that that's what you need out of a coach. Uh, and, and it's just it's just hilarious how bad Nash was and then how much um, how much slack he was getting from everybody because of. You know, it was easier to put the blame on, oh, it's Kyrie's fault, it's KD's fault, than it is to just look and sometimes just admit, hey, this guy just is not good at his job. And, you know, credit the Nets for finally f figuring it out that, yo, he's not the guy, you need a fresh voice, and they've got a fresh voice, and look what happened. Good things happen, you know, and hopefully they keep the uh, the good times rolling. But that's all I got on them for now. Um, yeah. But it's a good it, it, it's good to be a Nets fan. Right now, free Cam Thomas though, not not for the Nets, but just he he does not need to be on this team. And I love Cam Thomas, but that man needs to be on a team that's 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 that's, 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 that's tanking so he can get his twenty shots a night. He can give you twenty five <laughs> points a game, and I can be like, yo, you can love him from a distance. I can love him from a distance. <laughs> love him from a distance. <laughs> can what's the least I can give you for Cam Thomas? The least, the least. <laughs> Uh, stop. <laughs> the Free least. For life? How how much was it? <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't work though, John. That's that's the problem. Unless he's the one leading your bench unit, it wouldn't yes. work. He need he's a that's guy that exactly needs what I would like. Yeah, but uh, what is it? Doesn't Spence lead your uh bench unit? John's no. like, if you would call it that. Not with the injuries, <laughs> bro. Spence starts. Oh damn! Yeah. So I mean, I yeah, I, I think he's been starting all season though. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I think Cam's best role would either be he'd have to be like a Jamal Crawford or Lou Will six that man would, where he's the guy off the bench. Right. Yeah, or so he could be a shot creator off the bench. Yeah, that would yeah. be perfect. Or he would be the he's the scorer. Word to Kobe and T Mac. Just yo, I'm getting my 30. <laughs> Pass the ball, y'all better rebound. Um, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, honestly. Uh yeah. Um How's how are things going in, in Knicks land? I've been I've been very like you know the past couple of weeks I've been very out of basketball. Yeah. Outside of like Luca last week. Outside of Luka they allowed a nigga to drop sixty and twenty on him, so I don't know. Yeah. My, yeah. Outside my, outside of that, like yeah, I've been we'll very just, out of basketball. Um, it's um, crazy because and I I really didn't want to talk about the Knicks, but I'll just quickly go into like what's been yeah. happening. Us going on that long ass winning streak and then us losing those next three games the way that we lost those game or three games, four games, however many games it was. Yo, that shit was that that shit was hard, bro. And it really started in in Dallas when when that fucked us up. I turned the game off, believe it or not, my dumbass. Um and yeah, that was that 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 shit kinda hurt. But outside of that, man, I mean, you know, I Jalen Brunson's going crazy tonight. I think he damn near got 40. 
against the Spurs. I didn't check. The, I didn't. I didn't check the score of the game. But Jalen Brunson is everything I could. I could ask in a point guard. Honestly, like that's something that this team has been missing. A facilitator, somebody knows when when to take the right shot. Who's hot? Who's not? Who needs to have the ball in whatever situation? So, I love Brunson. Oh, this is a good game. It's a two point game. What? With about the next five game? Seconds left. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, we Ten know. point favorites at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, just, well. I mean, I wouldn't have taken them, taken them for ten. ten oh no, I didn't. Oh, okay, I didn't. I. Uh, that's what I remember. I asked you. I was like, "Yo, ten points is a lot, especially for a team that just lost to the Spurs last week." Right. Exactly. So I'm happy that um, Brunson, Brunson's doing his thing. Julius has been playing a lot better. Um, I think I might have might have said that already. RJ's been out, so I haven't really gotten to you know get more get more from him. But the team is the team is kind of coasting right now. Two games over five hundred. About midway through the season, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's January now, so um, we're starting to see more of what the teams are going to be, and uh, you know that like the season really starts in January, and then as we approach the All Star break, I some shit's really in full swing. Yep. Um, but I mean, from my end, um, I I don't even know if we're I really don't have no idea if we're a good team or not. Um, not just because I haven't been watching as much this season as I normally do. But um, just because, and hopefully we can get Bibbs uh, uh, here soon so we can talk about this too. But like, Bibbs, Bibbs. The way we are winning these games is not great. I will say the one good thing that's come out of like this positive stretch that we've had is um, Christian Wood seems to finally be winning over, um, I don't even want to say the whole coaching staff, Jason Kidd. Yeah. Because Mavs Twitter is the best coach and um, has been shown because when. Uh, you know, Maxi going down and then Dorian getting hurt. Uh, they finally started starting Christian Wood, and he has been cooking. And part of the thing too is like he's now playing a complete game in the sense of he's not a defensive liability. Uh, in the stretch that we've had, I was looking up some numbers. He's been averaging like two blocks a game in that stretch. I think it was like two point three or something like that. And like our winning, um, our our win streak and in that positive play that he's been getting. And like the league leader, I think is with Lopez at 2.5. So he's doing all the things that we need him to in a real big man. Um, and because he's been getting the opportunity to, which it's almost like, you know, that's why I'm saying Matt Twitter is the best coach because what we've been saying. Um, but, you know, we're still a bit banged up. So, so I don't know exactly how good we are and we still have certain holes. So it's one of those where um, I don't even know if I can credit the coaching staff for making adjustments because there were adjustments that he had no other options because of injuries. So you sit here and you hope that um, we are a good team and things get figured out and people step up in their roles, but there's still time to let go. You know, why isn't Jalen Hardy playing? Or you're seeing what these young people have, especially while we have people like Josh Green out and stuff like that. Right. So um, also, I just, Tim Hardaway's inconsistency just blows my mind. That, listen, we should have lost that next game, barring how good a game Luka had. And uh, Christian Wood made huge defensive plays on the stretch, but like, yeah. Tim Hardaway was actively selling in the entire second half. Mm-hmm. And you can't even sit here and be like, oh, who else is going to play? Like, he was just missing all of these open shots and taking bad shots. And, like, dude, if we're going to do that, and then he was getting cooked on defense, so you're not even being a plus on that side. I don't know how he ended up with a positive plus minus that game. But, like, play, you're, you've been playing one of our younger point guards a little bit more, um, McKinley Wright. But, like, play Jalen Hardy. Play if you want an offensive spark for someone play these younger dudes that are supposed to give us something and it's just you know these kids turn into Rick Carlisle a little bit sort of the season um yeah. so we'll see I don't know 
I don't know. I have no idea for a good team yet. I, I think there's a lot of teams that we're really not sure yet. But um, shout out to the the little bit of a shakeup that happened, and you know, Pelicans going down a little bit. Also, Zion's just an absolute monster. But <laughs> we're sitting in fourth in the Western Conference, two and a half games out of first. So not in a bad spot to be in, especially while you're still trying to figure things out. Yep. Next one, by the way. So I'll take it. <clears throat> um, shout out Jalen, man. That's my dog. Play the music. But, I mean, outside of that, do we have anything else for sports? I think that's it. That's about it. Um, shout out all the guys that are just absolutely turning up in the league right now uh, because yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Like, look at this. KD got 39 tonight. In the fourth quarter, he still got like eight minutes left in the fourth. Hey, that nigga might get 50. Um, I don't know. Brunson had 38. Oh, Brunson. Oh, see, look at that. <laughs> Brunson had 38. Brunson had 38. Uh, Giannis had 50 earlier this week. Uh, and Bede has gotten forty like the last like 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 three or four oh, times Donovan in the last Mitchell two weeks. 71. Donovan Mitchell seventy one. Yeah. By the way, by the way, that's the real like. Remember when Devin Booker scored a bunch, but they were like <laughs> feeding scored him a bunch, the he ball. Seventy. <laughs> yeah, they were feeding him the ball and right. fucking at the in, end of in the a, game. In a, in a game, like they a lost by like twenty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that was that's not a real seventy piece. Like he scored seventy, but literally the team is just like, oh, we're gonna you're gonna force up shots the rest of the like. This is more of just like we're gonna talk about Kobe at eighty one. They needed every one of those points to get to win that game. I ain't gonna lie, True. yeah. Ain't Kobe do it against a trash ass? <laughs> they did it against a trash ass Raptors team. They got the they got the number one pick to that off that draft. They were garbage. They um, what's it call it? Donovan Mitchell also had eleven assists that game too. So having seven seventy one in in eleven assists is crazy. You know it, it shouldn't have counted. Yeah. What should the it last be? the like the you saw the last two minute report? Nah, I didn't see it. They said so they said Jared Allen traveled on the play, so he shouldn't have gotten the foul call. Mm-hmm. And on the free throw, Donovan Mitchell stepped over the line too quick. So it was it should have been a violation and that point shouldn't have counted. It's all right. They don't want to yeah, see my two minute way, report he... for the for the for the refs because these niggas be fucking up way more I'm, way way more. Look, I'm watching uh I'm like watching Nets uh Bulls right now. Yo, this has been such a one sided game. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the refs are uh, making up for uh, what happened the other night against uh, the Cavs. They're like, oh, damn, we screwed you guys over. All right, we got you the next game. You know, but yeah. it is what it is. Um, but, but, yeah, but everybody's also, like, turning But the fact up. that a 71 was efficient was wild. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. 22 or 35, like, this man was out here going crazy. 22 or 35 is, like, NFL-level passing type right. shit. It's just, it's just hilarious because, like, I mean, like, yeah, you can do it in, like, your my player. You know, when you got like a 99 overall or whatever and you turn the difficulty down, you know, you get 70, 80 points. But like, unless you're nice, yeah. unless you're nice. But like, I've been playing, I, I've, I've been using like, like KD is, is such, oh, Jesus Christ. KD is such a cheat code in the game. And the most I've scored in a game with him is, is like 55. But it's like, it's still hard because it's like, yo, you still have all your energy goes down. You got to make sure he's in the game, things like that. It's like, yo, 71 in real life is, is nuts. 60 and 20 triple double is nuts. Jokic is like, 40 and 20 whatever the other uh like last year was nuts like it's just a lot of nuts things are going on in the league and you know it you know yeah the defense may be a little bit lax but these are some of the this is the most skilled the league has ever been and i think we should just instead of complaining about it we should just enjoy it because if you've played basketball you know just how hard some of this shit is and that's all i gotta say indeed i think it's time yes um, not time for that, but time for something else. Um, 
So if y'all been following along with us uh, for ABC, we have been covering Tamadachi game. This shit is pretty lit. Um, from the last time y'all heard us, I know we told this. Is, y'all probably done with this shit by now because I know y'all listen every week. Um, but shout we, out Ruben and the homies. Yes, big, and all them facts. Um, but we covered this past week episodes seven, eight, and nine. Um, now and we're and now they're on they're on to the third game. The nice little this is a nice little little change because I wasn't expecting how how this was about to start and how this was about to go. But yeah, I, I, the show I, is fucking great. Nah, it's it's actually it's actually really good. Like it is is really like if you're into like the whole the whole psychological thrillers, you know, but also kind of keeping things light. This is like the perfect show for you. Like I feel like this is like the perfect balance between like. I don't know, man's almost died this ep- these episodes. Bro. I mean, yeah, he almost died, but it was like I don't know. At the same time, like I mean, the nigga was also chasing died. was chasing pussy in the in in the episode too. So it's like eh, I don't know. <laughs> Hey man, um, I, you guys okay with just talking about? Yeah, we can just talk about everything because I feel like it's, yeah, it's you know it, it don't, it don't make sense going right? through seven, eight, yeah. and nine like you know. Um, so seven had a bunch of information, right? Yes. Like I know I'm not gonna go through like you know like you said, but like we got a lot, a lot of background on this. Like we find out about um, what the fuck is Homie in the glasses name? Um, oh um, Tenji. Ten. No, no, Tenji, that's, yeah, we find out. Yeah, Tenji, Tenji, Tenji. Yeah, yeah, we find out about Tenji's like what really happened, right? We found out what why he was in the Tamagotchi game before, um, and he finally told. We finally find out what his treasure that Salamara stole from him is, and it was the power of friendship once again. The power of friendship was stolen from him because his friends were too horny, um, and you know they broke clothes over hoes and was out here talking about, well, yeah, fuck our friendship and our business plans and all of that stuff. Like I'm trying to get your childhood friend, <laughs> like which is wild. Like, it, it kind of goes back to, like, um, the conditional friendship thing that we spoke about earlier in the series. Um, also, we find out that he lost the Tamadachi game. Yep. Um, and, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, that shit is nuts. And for them to be like, oh, they're going to get erased, and he gets this anonymous email, like, don't tell anyone. His dad commits suicide. I'm making quotes so you guys can't see me. Like... So we're all on the same page of like the Tamadachi people killed him, right? Yes. Yeah. How did you? Yeah, but how did you feel about when homie was like, he said he said it was the girl's fault. You, you felt like that. that you felt like that was justified, or, or you just felt you just felt like oh, how'd you feel? So I I don't I don't think it's justified from the information we have currently, um, especially because it seems like he can't be trusted anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like it it would be a twist if it turns out like that she is the real villain you know what i mean and it would be like some some extra like shit because they're doing this job of being like all right it's summer and all these things and it's like oh man is this gonna be the twist like we set her up being this nicer person we know that she had the plastic surgery so something bad happened to her um versus like tenji who something bad also happened to him but then it's like well, do we really trust what he's saying? Is it just lunacy? Like, all right, there's no way she could actually be the bad guy because we don't trust this dude. And in reality, she really might be, you know? Um, I'm, I'm very curious, and I really like how the way they do it in these flashbacks or, like, when they show the, like, sinister face from the characters because with that shit, you never really know if someone's evil or not. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I personally don't think she is. I think it's going to be a whole big misunderstanding. It's a real power friendship shit. There's going to be forgiveness. Um, cause we see that later on where 
they mentioned like how easy it is to lose trust and how hard it is to gain it back. So I don't think she's the villain, but like if she is, kudos to the show. Yeah, I was uh yeah, with the with the information we have now, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense that she would like it's it's her fault because all we've gotten so far is like, all right, she came into the picture, the friends got horny, and then you learn that oh, one of the friends spent all his money. All the business the money, money that they're supposed to be using yeah, together, right? on her, and I'm just like, okay, well, damn, what what did you spend like three million yen on with her? Like, what was she the one? Maybe, oh, you think maybe he's the one that paid for her plastic surgery? Nah, you think so? Uh, nah, it would make sense because how you drop that, that how you drop that much bread on a girl? Three, three well, million yen. What's the, what's the, what does three million yen even look like? Hold on, let me see. Let, let's put this Thank into. Hold That's on. a good thought because, like, I'm saying my initial reaction is she's too young, but they do show, like, how young she looked in his flashbacks. Man, three million. And we know that in minutes. those post credits from the last episodes, like, you see her as a kid with the scar. So, I don't know, bro. It, that's a good thought, but I don't think that's what it is. I just think it was horny. But then again, is she super manipulative and just wants people to spend money on her? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is a, it's a fair point. I, that's why I'm interested to see like like what exactly uh, like 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 what exactly it is uh, that she did. But you know what? Bad on the friends um, because yo, bros over hoes. Come on, man. I, that that has to translate in different languages. Um, I would agree Agreed. that it does. Clearly not. And f these b words. It's like, that's twenty two thousand dollars, by the way. That's why. That's why I said twenty two seven twenty six. Yep. Mm. That I feel like makes sense for a surgery price. Yeah. Wait, how much was it? Twenty two seven. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, and it, it was my and it was minor yeah. minor facial, right? For plastic surgery, yeah. That's that's not a share it's covered. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, the game is getting interesting though. The third game, I'm fucking with this shit. These niggas is playing hide and seek. Hide and seek. I like how they how they try to and one. I like how how they try to to spin this as like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a clean hide and seek, like no violence, no none of that. But the hide and seek game that they playing, you know, I it, it's just fucked up because now we started to introduce ourselves to all these other fucking characters, and there's obviously other people playing the game. Um, but my son, my son Tenji, and what's the, what's the main character's name again? I always forget his name. Uh, you, Yuichi. 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 Ten, Tenji yeah. Yuichi, man, they they done came into this into this shit by the, by basically just them two. One person has a hider, other person a seeker, and they're placed, playing against five five people, which you know that definitely puts them at a disadvantage. But then we got little mystery chick coming through, and yeah, it's that's, I'm not bugging. That's just who was in the room before. What? Nah, nah. That's some. That's somebody else. I don't think that's none of that's John. You thinking it's the it's the pink hair girl? Yeah. Just she dyed her hair. Okay. Um. Well, if it's okay, that's what I was sitting here. I was like, because she works for them, obviously. Yes. Um. So that's why I was thinking. I was like, is it her? But if it's not her, like that, I forgot she had pink hair because it's been so long since I watched the damn show. Right. Um. But like, I thought it was her because I was like, she looked kind of familiar. Um. But if it's another person, we just know she works up. I never, I didn't think. Um, were you guys expecting the other group to be involved? Because I didn't think they'd ever meet up with any of the other groups. Um, no. I mean, yes and no. I thought other groups might be involved because they kept tech, like they referenced like, oh, Group C. So that means there's other groups participating. Yeah, but I didn't think they'd um, ever. I didn't think they'd ever meet up. 
like they never have anything that involved both of them like playing it yeah and i guess that's what they were that's what they were mm -hmm. saying and, and he was like oh no it's this still test friendship because you know mm -hmm. you had to have betrayed people and shit like that in the other games to to get here so it is interesting though that all five of them pulled up all five of them seem to be in great spirits like what's their deal like have they done this shit before Fags. and they're just like yo we're pros at this there's we're... a lot of questions with that like, like, like it just feels like they're pros and it's like oh yeah we know what the we, we know what to do we're about to run this place for all it all, all its marbles or no, they just do teamwork or here's my thought <laughs> then they they're, play basketball together though so they yeah, big, big uh kuriko no basketball vibes uh <laughs> yeah. nah because the nigga dead look like the thinking, point guard no 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 i feel <laughs> I think you that's because the blonde dude the blonde hothead is there's always a hothead character in these shows. Always. And he's always um, blonde. Especially in sports shows. But, like, he's reminding me of a character, Tanaka, from um, IQ, like, exactly like him, to where they were, like, he got hurt because of something I did, so I started practicing harder. Like, all of that is very much like a character from IQ. Um, I also thought when they were, like, they were talking about the, the blonde chick who run their group was talking about, like, yeah, like, their hierarchy is so based on age, it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't, this could be pure speculation, but I know that one of, a lot of Asian things kind of run like that, but I know that the one that does it the most is like Korea. So I don't know if that was like a jab at Korea. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. I, they're just, as soon as, as soon as I saw them and he goes, oh, there's no girls. And they find out, oh, the third person is a girl. Do you want to add them? I was like, all right, I know where this is going. But like then it didn't happen that way and i was just surprised you know and then homie gets left in the cage i mean in the cave for mad long you know what's funny is i did think of, i did think it was gonna happen but i guess it maybe didn't go down as the way what was I, the, the girl thing yeah because there was a reason no, why I, they made I expected an emphasis it to happen but i didn't expect it to happen the way they did like for them for it not to be the first thing mm -hmm. i thought they were gonna um he was gonna have the girls switch teams and like destroy them from the inside mm. all right i know i see what you're saying and it kind of almost played out like that mm. um yeah i did thought he was just gonna use like yo i thought he was gonna have him seduce them or some shit like that because you find find one of the niggas <laughs> that has never had puss in his life make him fold you know what i'm saying yeah attack his weakness because that's <laughs> all japanese niggas weakness horniness none of them never had you know, so it is what it is. But, you know, shout out him. Glad they made the, you know, the emphasis on, oh, yeah, bring him, br br bring the girl. It was cool that they sent in a sleeper agent, the uh, the big peoples up top. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, no, this is this is some fun ass episodes. Yuichi, low key, high key. That might be one of the most cunning and, and smartest niggas. Yo, you gotta you he gotta up watch, there. He up there with Shikamaru. Like, no, no, bro, you gotta he's watch. Up there, he's up there with L. With L, yeah, bro, he's easy from uh, Death Note. From Death Note, yeah, yeah, he's up there with L and the Goat. I'm talking about. You guys haven't watched this yet. And it's one of my favorite shows. I talk about it all the time. Y'all need to watch Code Geass. That is the smartest yeah. Oh yeah, you know anime. You know when does John huge, talk bro. about Code Geass? I've only Geass, ever heard him talk about One Piece. He's brought it up before. I mean, he really does only talk about One Piece. But in your defense, but. No, he's brought he's go. brought that he's brought that up before. Maybe you were just not paying attention, or I wasn't paying yeah, attention. He's, but he's, he's I mean, <laughs> he literally sat here and went, "I didn't know John wasn't feeling well." well um, there you go. Lelouch, like, hey, Uichi is getting up there with Ellen Lelouch, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Even for like the this... game people to be like, "Yo, mm -hmm. he's he's a different monster, bro." Like, yeah. he's not just smart. Like, he's a real life monster. Even the and um, the girl was like I'm, in the in the shit. She was like. 
because they were bragging about like, oh yeah, my team, my group's K got a genius. Like it's it's, it's raps for yeah. your squad. So right. he was like, all right, but like my squad got a monster. <laughs> What's a king to a god? <laughs> What's a god to a non-believer? Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. Um, I I am glad that the the industry plant that they put in is going along with the plan and isn't trying to actively mess it up. Because mm -hmm. that's what I thought they were gonna do. But like, I'm glad they're like just observe and play along. Because like, like let my son be great. You know what I mean? I understand he's trying to take down the game, but like let him be great. Yep. Like, isn't um, that what they wanted though? They they wanted to see just how how much of a villain he really was. After I they found yes, out that he killed but people, I don't think I don't think they wanted to like they. I, I think they still don't view him as a threat yet. They still think that they're smarter than him. Mm -hmm. um, but when I saw when they put in the rules to the game, they were like, yo, you can't change name tags and do all that other shit you was doing. Um, and then he was like, damn. Yeah, like, they're getting you know smarter. I mean? so they're, yeah, they're starting to make rules around him. Um, that's so that's man, why I was like, did they put in this plant to like mess it up? But hey, man, she went along with it. Shout out to her for getting pushed off the cliff and not having hard feelings. So it's... I don't know it's it's been good man i'm i'm enjoying the way they're doing it um yeah i i was surprised like to see the strategy at first of just like you know i figured out yeah like you know it's gonna be too big with all the person how are they gonna make it work when he didn't show her where the food was um then i was like all right, what are they gonna do? Just them to be like, yeah, man, just been sitting in the cave for fucking three days. They didn't no show who the water. food was. Yeah, um, the girl. I mean, not the food. They he didn't oh, did show her where, where his uh, hiding spot was. Where yeah. Tenji was. Yeah. Yo, if I'm being honest with y'all, yo, so tell me why I did not know who that girl was for two episodes. So I watched eight and nine. Like, and then I went back to like the post credit because you know how it had a po had the fucking post credit shit. I'm thinking, all right, I could just go go ahead and skip to the next episode. But yeah, then I got this whole new character. So y'all that's watching this, if y'all want to watch it and y'all don't mind that I just spoiled it for you, yo, make sure you watch the end of episode seven that like will actually explain what the fuck is going on because I was just like, yo, who is this girl? And I'm like, yo, what? I, I, at first I was like, yo, they ha she has to be on on their team and she just switched over. But I, I went back and did the math. I'm like, nah, that don't make no sense. So I'm like, I don't even oh. know if it was technically okay because you just confused. I was like, there's a post credit. No, like, nah, they just kept no. the credits. Yeah, they, they just, they just, they just yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what, that's what it was. Yes, it wasn't a post credits. It was like a dual credit mm -hmm. kind of scene. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. This, uh, he said it like I think I like how he updated um Tenji, and he's like, now you just gonna destroy all their relationships, like just like how Tenji was trying to do. You know what I mean? Like this man. And the thing is, you know, the whole thing is the two of them are the smartest and should be able to get through all of these things. But like right now, it's just the Yuichi show. It yep. is just him being an absolute menace. But um, hey man, the fact that like I love how the the girl is like getting into she's like, no, 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 he really planned this whole shit. He's been three steps ahead. Um, but man is out here doing all recon and I'm curious as to how he's gonna break down the other members. Like right. we knew off rip when they they were giving little personality blurbs for each person, um, to be like, oh yeah, uh, the one dude is just like the playboy. We know he's gonna use the girl to like mess with them. Wasn't expecting it to affect um, the Tanaka character, the angry dude, right? How is he gonna how is he gonna destroy the relationship of the little kid and the nerd, right? Like, how is he gonna just, he he started sowing the seeds with the captain of being like. 
y'all just listen to whatever he says, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but like, I'm, that's what I'm excited to see moving forward as to how he does it for these individual folks. Yep. I'm with you, John. I'm with you. I also was like, when they started doing the little huddle shit, I was like, what is this? The start at five? And they were like, yeah, they're in the basketball club. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> they're in the basketball club. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they almost went to nationals. I'm like, all right, so who beat y'all? It was probably the, it was probably the, uh, the 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 team of miracles. They only had one. They only had one big though. They only had one. Hey, that's all. Yeah. You, that's all you need in, uh, in high school. Apparently, what, no. Yeah. And apparently, in Japanese basketball, you only need one big. You only need one big. They they run. It's I mean, basically a one what's one four four out one in. As long as you got a solid solid uh, stretch four three wings, basically through through two wings and a guard. Yeah, you're good. You need two three and D's <laughs> playmaker. You're right. Nah. And it doesn't matter who you put before. Gurkos basketball is actually dumb funny because it's legit a center, a a, a, a post, a, an interior center, a power forward that dunks right and grabs rebounds, a wing that shoots threes, a shooting guard <laughs> that also shoots and has handles, and a point guard that passes like crazy. It is yeah, the I mean, most. You got to think about when that came out though. That came out in like I think it's an early two thousand or like mid. Yeah, but still, like, yeah, you know, niggas wasn't watching the Suns. <laughs> He wasn't watching I mean, some uh, seven seconds or less. Dog. It was. <laughs> it was. This is how basketball is supposed to be played, according to the textbook. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, nah, definitely, it's the Uichi show right now. <laughs> the Uichi show for sure. Like I, I was dead ass on the edge of my seat, like on in uh, yeah, episode nine. I'm like, yo, what is this nigga gonna do next? Like, yo, what is his, <laughs> what is his end game? I thought that all right. So the phone call that they he made. Got that shit on though. Bro, yeah, he the, got that shit on though. He got that. He <laughs> yeah. got that dog in him. But the, the phone call that, that that the team made to uh, uh, Tenji, I thought he was he was either hallucinating or they were just try, they captured uh, Yuichi or stole his phone and was just trying to you know psych, psych psych him out. But nah, bro was dead ass chilling in the camp for two days doing nothing. Like it, it that, that that honestly was hilarious. But his end game, bro, and then him He's using the. the test, uh, I'm not gonna lie, his like when they when they show the teeth shit, that's oh, how you yeah. know. When that's, nigga... that's, that's the shit like that's the Boy. ass catch him, turn the hat backwards, like that's yeah, bro. bro. Yep. That's, that's the hike your shorts up on defense. That's yep. the uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, I took it personal. That's the LeBron stare face. Like that's everything, that's man. All of that, bro. He is a different. He is a a different type of animal, man. And then yo, like it's. I'm not gonna lie, that girl kind of crazy too. Kind of a freak, I'm not gonna lie. She's yeah, she, just going yeah, along yeah, with she, everything. She, she's definitely a sub. No, no. When she yeah, when he pressed her up sub. against the, the tree and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna need you to submit and and be obedient to me." She was like, "Oh, where?" She went. He trying to intimidate me. <laughs> he trying to threaten me. I kind of like it. That's crazy. But um, now nah, when he pushed her off that cliff, <laughs> yeah, she was jacking it. She was jacking. Yo, it. She was like, "Also, oh, this is what he. This is what he meant." Ah, nah. Once he stole the food, I knew he was running back to the to the cave. Though it was a little, that part was obvious. I just didn't know he was gonna. I was sitting here. I was like, "Bro, they're not." I was like, "They're not outrunning these two athletes, like in no way." So I'm waiting for something to happen. Honestly, like, yeah. Honestly, the whole thing of him just going, "I found it. Let's go," and they just start running the opening. Um, Right, like they just start running. Man's like, "All right, this is it," and pushed (laughs) her off. I will say though, like like you said, like shout out to her, and that's why that's what I'm saying. I'm glad she's playing along with everything. Where I don't know how you play along with that shit. That was the distraction. Right. She didn't know. Remember, we don't know what they are. Nah, they're human. They're just assholes. 
<laughs> they're no, the elite. They're, they're like they're they're humans. They're just like part of the elitist uh, group that just think, oh yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna pit humans against humans for sport. One Piece so I can make all the goddamn comparisons. Tired what? Shit. From the One Piece people, they're the fucking celestial dragons, according the to JT, which I don't believe. I believe that they're actual fucking. Yeah. yeah well, this well for my uh, uh, Squid Game people, which this show is very very similar to, it's just regular people being assholes because they're rich and they can bet on humans for sport. <clears throat> so it is what it is. Oh shit! Did I just ruin something? I don't know. You didn't ruin anything. That's eh, okay. Oh, that, yeah. that no, no, I don't think so. That, that thing's been out for a while now. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, this uh, this is great. Shout out, uh, shout out Tenji for trusting my boy. He was about to die though. That's that took guts. It took guts. Not gonna lie, because man's was, man's was out. Oh, that's another question. I like questions. so. Yes. If the penalty for falling into the pit was three days no food, you just had the one water bottle, right? Why is it that that other team, right, was well fed and looked clean and everything like that? Yo, and it was all five. Right. So I I don't know how they they must have cleared the last game. But so that's what they said. They said that the the punishment for falling into the pit is three days. That's what they said. Well, they had to stay there for three days before they advanced. I don't know if that was the exact punishment, but they fell down. They were yeah, in the I pit. John, you, like, wait, hold on. John, can you confirm if that was a punishment or not? Or if that was just I like... I don't think they, it was a punishment. I don't think it, it was, was a punishment like whoever, either. Ha, whoever drops off. And remember, they had to fall at this exact same moment. They're like, whoever drops into that has a punishment. Like, I guess it is a punishment. They were like, if you aren't crossing the line together, the first person has worse consequences. Uh, right? So if they played the game how they were, um, I think it was... Uh, Saramora would have been first anyway, and she would have had to deal with that. So the oh. fact that the two of them crossed at the same time, I guess that was their punishment going into the game. Okay. Um, so then I guess I feel kind of stupid now because I didn't realize I didn't realize that that was that that was a punishment. I was just honestly thinking I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. They need somebody to catch up to this fucking game. I was what? just like, when, when it happened, I I just went, damn, they're giving this other team special treatment. Like I was like, right. I was like, oh, were they starving too? And then they weren't. And I was like, okay, it has to be because they all crossed at the same time. Must have been. Um. But I guess the other thing too is like he brought it up, yo. Who's like who's the reason for the debt, bro? I feel like it's got to be the captain. Who y'all yeah. think it is? Mm. It's got to be. So for them, if they're like, yo, don't yeah, say too much, but like if y'all trust each other so much, why y'all in the game? That's it. That was good. Nah, when here? he was doing that psychological warfare, I'm like, oh shit. Nah, <laughs> when he was like, yo, why y'all, why y'all call that man big bro so much? He don't let you. Do, he don't let you have friends. He don't. You gotta ask him to go to the bathroom. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, yo, he's really getting the, and it almost worked. It almost worked because old boy was about to swing on him. He's like, oh man. Definitely yeah, was. And that would have been game that would have been, been game, game over. Game set match. I was hoping it was that easy, but it's never that easy. Yeah, Captain their captain definitely got them in there. To, he convinced them. But then again, I feel like they probably this this feels like a team that's probably done this shit before and knows they can run it up on niggas. No, nah, I, I don't think they did this shit before. It feels too they feel Cause too because that, that one kid is too young. Why is he too young? They're literally talking, you're talking about, about all which, different which... ages, and they didn't even know each other growing up. They just met in the basketball club. Like the youngest person on their team, the kid with the uh, red hair. Yes. Like I, I think he would have been too young to play this previously. How do you know they didn't do it like two months ago? Was there a time limit for when how you can do, you know do the game? Yeah. Well, how do you know there is? No, I'm just I'm no, but I'm asking. I'm just, I don't I don't know if there is. I'm just saying like it doesn't. I feel like you could have done the game like before. Like how much time passed from? He would have got tw- twenty million in two months. Hey, maybe twenty million know. to buy into the game, isn't it? No, it's two million or three million. 
hey man hey look these parlays be hitting sometimes so you don't even know <laughs> there you go niggas was betting on the uh you know the taiwan dragons interesting niggas so. niggas have niggas have bet on a lot less bro <laughs> <laughs> niggas was staying up to 5 a.m watching korean league baseball like shit yeah i don't know any any anything is possible anything that's all i got on that um yeah i, I wonder mean, how much longer it's gonna last though the game, oh. yeah, the game, because like, oh, all right, bro, you already know. Uh, you even... you said he said, yo, I just need one more thing to happen, one more thing to happen. That's it. And I don't know where the fuck is about to go from this because what the what's, what the fuck is good with the other three? Wait, did you guys watch the end credits for episode nine? For episode nine, yeah. Oh, you didn't? Oh, then never mind. I don't think so. Because it gave it gave like a preview and stuff. What's gonna happen next episode? Oh, the preview. That's why I don't oh, watch. like the preview. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't. I, I the preview. No. So that's what. It was, oh, so it was a preview. Okay, then never mind then. Yeah. But yeah, nah. He about to. I just know you. He's about to break right. these boys. Pause. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, yo. Anything else? That's it. All right. Uh, if you guys are following with us, watch another three episodes next week. We're finishing it up. So 10, 11, and 12 for an exciting conclusion of Tamagotchi game. I know this was a lot of people's, like, um, the show that caught them by surprise, kind of like Cyberpunk. But they were just like, this show came out of nowhere. It's fucking fantastic. Yep. So we're definitely enjoying it. Um, and speaking of thrilling conclusion, you know we took a couple weeks off, you know, our holiday sabbatical and things like that. So you're back to discuss the ending of Chainsaw Man. We did episodes 11 and 12. Um, for weekly and yeah um you know i think we should talk about about both episodes together again because it was you know a, a final battle sort of thing yep um quick reactions are like all these doubles are goofballs like the fucking future double like all the doubles they work with are fucking goofballs yeah right it's um, it's like um <laughs> it's 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 like the um actually no i don't want to compare it to that but yeah, you're right. That because you even see how the how the future dev, devil is and how he, he was interacting with Aki just based off of, um, oh shit, oh hey Matt, oh shit, oh damn, damn, damn. That's on. That's completely on us. That's completely on us because we did say that we was gonna get Matt up in here, and I was like, why is Matt running up in here? He's running behind me. I said, fuck, yeah, I'm not Matt talking into the microphone me, again. So um, y'all not holding it down, bro. Yeah, that's 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 all. I'm I'm sorry, man. That's what happens. We 165 minutes into this shit, bro. I, I I I'm not perfect. Matt is in the room with us. Say hi, Matt. Hello. All right, cool. So now we're back. We weekly chainsaw man. Let's get back into it. Um, yeah. Um, Matt, I was saying, uh, all these devils that they work with are absolute fucking goofballs. Like the way the future devil was when he signed the contract with Aki and stuff. Yeah, that surprised me. I was. I mean, it kind of. It changed the whole vibe of what's coming, I thought. Because, right. like, up until now... Well, I don't know. Up until now, I feel like... I mean, the devils have been strange, but they've all been very, like, sinister. Yeah. Were y'all were y'all surprised that he kind of made it... Well, I, I don't know if you consider this easy or not. I kind of consider it easy. That he kind of just said, yo, I'll just live inside of your eye, and then we'll figure it out from there. Basically. I, well, I'm not going to... I don't have an answer to that question. Oh damn! Of course, because you already know what the um, fuck is going yeah. on. So I guess I guess Matt and JT. Then I guess what, what did y'all think? I mean, partially I expected it because obviously they were leading up to like there was like a lot of foreshadowing about other people that had to give up a lot. Mm -hmm. So in a weird way, I kind of expected that it would be 
not lenient. Like, I don't think it's necessarily lenient, but, like, easier. It's not, He's not giving up as much up front. But from what the devil was saying about his future, maybe there's some sort of... There's something in it for him. This man says, you're going to die in the worst fucking way. And I just want to watch. <laughs> like, that, like, that's just so disrespectful. And he was really about to spoil it for him, too. And Aki was like, guess what? I don't give a fuck. But like it's a, it don't matter. It does not. Like I'm already I already know I'm gonna die. Like it is what it is. So like me knowing me knowing or not yeah. doesn't really change the fact that I'm here for a good time, not a long time. He's like, I got shit to do, so as long as I get them done, I don't care how I die. Um, in, in a way, I feel like the future devil has like a reason to want the gun devil dead. So like maybe he saw that in Aki's future that he was going to Perhaps kill the gun devil, so he was like, Bet like you're gonna die, but I'm I'm along for the ride here because you want you know, I want something that you can achieve. I don't know, Matt. I feel like you're giving the future devil too much credit. I just think he's he's just there to have fun. Possibly. <laughs> I think yeah. like, I think it'll <laughs> also be a true. good time. Like um I, I think it'll be a, a fun thing to watch and then we'll go from there. Um also like you, you see later with the future devil. I like again my one piece, piece people who basically gives him observation hockey so he could just see slightly into the future right. um at the end of the day my son aki gotta he gotta be able to to be strong enough and be good enough with the sword to make take advantage of all that stuff so that's gonna be something i think interesting going forward is what will be a limit for him yeah man and what did they say for aki they said that he got like two more years to live or some or some short amount I, yeah of, i it, thought it was like two or three i was gonna ask yeah I, I, thought, I thought this with what they said like when he was in a hospital or like you know after he was talking to whoever the fuck he was talking to um but yeah it's definitely def, definitely an interesting two episodes going going forward from chainsaw man i feel like it sets us up like like kind of perfect for based on based over how it ends for the next season one but also like we just get a, a good vibe for for how strong and creative all of the all, all of these characters are. For example, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil, go straight to the ending, but we see what happens in the set in the in episode 12 when um mm. what's it call it when my my son Denji fucking yeah, <laughs> activates the chain yeah um, with the fucking leg, bro. Like, come on, it. son. Like, you can't you can't but, you uh, can't make this shit up. Yeah, I mean, we that that was like you know, eleven is the setup to the big fight, and you get the start of it and stuff like that. Of like, right. they're like, yeah, all right, like you guys, we get there. It, it shows how wild Kishibe is. Of one, he sh he's literally like, I'm letting like Tamakima, who everyone is terrified of, is right. like, I'm letting you live because you're supposed to help humanity. So if that shit changes, it's done for you. Um, and the fact that his like his idea of oh, they they're like good to they don't need to do as intense training all the time right now like they're at a good spot right. just because they were able to scratch him right like just scratch him and he's like all right y'all should be strong enough to handle the people that washed everyone like a month ago right like um, that like that training arc is like the most i i said it when we was watching it. i'm like this is the most anti-climatic training arc ever because we don't know what exactly what the fuck is going on we just know that they're getting <laughs> they, like like him and power are just getting stronger and we just and every time we just, go back, it's just us seeing them get the sh the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, yeah bro. Um, I mean, he told he was like, "Hey, you guys, like your mind is now starting to match with your bodies. Like you're you're working like smarter and stuff like that. You're starting to think, be more creative." Um, and that's why I guess you know he felt that he got them to the point that he needed to. Uh, I love when you see, you know, again for the big showdown, and they start showing the other fiends that they work with. Yeah, like fucking Shark Boy and Lava Girl ass. Like, <laughs> That's what I said when we were watching. Said the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, 
I, you know, it's funny. I said it and I was like, JT is probably going to say this too. <laughs> um, but that was my, the sharper thing. But Violence Fiend is lit. Right. Like the Violence fact that he has to wear the fucking, character. he got to wear the fucking Wish Doctor mask and all of that. Like, yo, he's Bro, crazy. The Witch, and mind you, this isn't a Witch Doctor mask because to keep poison away from him, it is keeping poison on him because he's too OP. They literally <laughs> went, they went, nah, most fiends, like most devils when they become fiends lose power, but right. like he's still mad strong. Right. And like we have to keep poison on him at all times so that right. we can still control him to an extent. Um, for my Bleach people, he's just like uh, Kenpachi. He's the epitome of like I want all the smoke anime characters. Bro, he's like the um, A plus version of Bakugo, bro. He just, he just, yeah. he's just constant. Like, it, well, we only got a quick glimpse, but I'm like, what the fuck? The vi- the fucking I violence? Like, come on, son. There's a, a character in Bleach. Um, he's a captain. He's one of my favorite characters in Bleach. That he wears an eye patch, and they just thought it was oh, it's a cool looking eye patch. But like, he actively makes fights harder. Like, he gives himself handicaps to make like fights harder for himself. That's crazy because they're boring. <laughs> like he he keeps bells on his hair so that like he's not silent when he fights people, so they have that advantage. And like, he wears the eye patch because it literally sucks power away from him. So he's like, yeah, like I have to have a handicap, or else like every fight I'll just wash everyone. And it'll be too easy. Imagine that just um, being too good at your job. Facts, but you know, <laughs> facts. <laughs> While he sits there on his phone, mm. yeah, um, that's how good I am. Yeah, I gotta facts. make it. This is my poison. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, that's his poison. This, he fucking pointed to his cell phone. This nigga is crazy. No, but uh, yeah, and then at the end of this episode, we see that starting of uh, where he's to fight the ghost devil, which was oof. yeah, man, the fucking, the fucking ghost devil shit. And homie really came through and you know he was get he was getting washed. I mean, I don't wanna say he was get he was really getting washed. At first he was holding his own and then you know, then he started getting and washed. And then they explained the extent of the future devil's power. They're like, Yeah, it'll just allow you to see a little bit of the future. The rest is on you, my boy. Yeah. But that's still like to the point of seeing th- that little bit into the future, that set my son up for success to really like come through and and embody the ghost devil in the next fucking episode as if that shit was nothing. That's on some Diablo well, type shit. I mean, he. We're gonna talk about body. The ghost devil. The ghost devil stopped fighting back. Like, well, let's talk about because he understood. Like, wait, why was that? Why? Oh yeah, actually, you're right. That is yeah. true, John. How did that? How did like, that come about? Explain to us. So we got um. First, we see that the ghost devil had the thing from uh, the cigarette mm-hmm. from uh, Jimeno to give um to homie, right? But when that happened, he he remembered what she said. How it worked. The ghost devil can't see. So attacks fear, almost like an animal. Like it senses fear, and that's where it will go and attack. So once he realized that, and he's like, "I have no reason to be afraid of you," stop moving. So that's why his sister's like, "What? What's going on? Why is he able to do this?" Like, Ghost Devil is ready to go home to Himeno, just like he was. And I feel like we now see the official shift of him going from "I'm doing stuff for Makima" to "I'm doing stuff for Himeno," where he goes, "I'll see you soon," type shit, you know. And with the cigarette and like there's a post-credit scene at the end of episode 12 like you know that um has that too but i wasn't expecting kobeni to be at the fight um she clearly unlocked her talents because she yoked up uh snake sister and was yeah. like all right we you know we, we finished this and then we get into the big fight yep. um denji and katana man yep katana man was yeah i mean i don't know from the second that I saw that Katana Man had on um, Jotaro's fucking hat, 
I was like, you know, maybe this maybe this guy really isn't all that strong. And honestly, he really was. It really is just a fact of that that blind fucking protagonist strength. Like, you know what I mean, John? Like he mm, like he Den- yeah. Like Denji has that has like that Naruto in him when it's just like, damn, like he'll pull some shit out of his ass when you think that he's just completely mm-hmm. down. He's learning, bro. He's learning, and that's and that's a, like, that's a fact. Like I, like I said, it's like, bro, he just came through and fucked him up with his with the chainsaw leg. After said, ha, yeah, I only have him on my arm, so yeah, you're forgetting about the one about on my head, motherfucker. Guess what? Now I'm about to slice your shit open. Like, bro, come on, son. He's different. Yeah, like leading up to that, um, one, I think the scene in the elevator where Power goes to fight the zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, did you guys notice when she goes, um, she goes, oh, I can take these. Like, I'm gonna go. Like she's still so animalistic where she's only going into fights and she knows she can win. Right. Um, right. And I feel like that's something that we're going to, like we should monitor, you know, as it progresses um, to see whether that's going to be a trend or if that's one of the areas of growth that it shows that we know like her personality has shown growth and stuff like that. Like even just showering or like using toilet, like flushing the toilet, like shit like that, you know? Yep. Um, also like these bum ass Yakuza talking about, oh, you should apologize, all of this shit that you do, da da da, where they're trying to make him feel like he's not human. And, you know, he, we already know that he's already grappling with that. But, like, his grandfather did terrible things to him yeah. as a child. Very like, terrible. He, he goes, yo, your grandpa turned into a zombie. That's why I had to kill him. You lie. Like, why would I lie? Like, what reason does he have to lie? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just showed again that even now, like, before it was clashing with, uh, I was a little bit with enemies, but clashing with the people around him for his motives. To now he's like, you why are you doing this? I just don't want to lose my way of life. Oh, you're living good. Like man is living regular. But to him, it's the greatest thing in the world. Right. Also, when samurai fucking samurai man unsheathes his hand, that was nuts. <laughs> that was kind of tough. Yeah, just tough. hold the hand off. Oh, uh, that fight was whew, Yeah. That fight was crazy. It was absolutely um, worth it, bro. I, can we just take a second and like, yo, just acknowledge like how good the fucking fight scenes have been in this shit, yo? Like, yeah, yeah, Matt, this is like a good anime to really watch because you're getting really everything. You're getting the plot. You're getting the plot points, which is like, I feel like it's a pretty decent sized plot. But also, yeah. it's like the fight scenes from when, like, from all the devils that this guy Denji has fucking fought. Like, every everybody, shit, we already fought like maybe like three, like three or four in the first fucking season. Only imagine how much devil, better it gets yeah. when he gets more strapped. And actually yeah, learns how to like, tap into this power that he has. Yo, Michael Holger, I thought Denji was mashed up for good when he broke his, the chainsaw on his head. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That was a long like for an anime. If we finish a fight and someone gets split in half, like that was a long time before he got split in half. <laughs> and he and he and he spoke like a whole sentence. He was like, "Well, what shit? What did he say?" Like he said something to Denji. He was like on some like, "Damn, told you, little nigga, don't mess with me." Pretty much. And then all of a sudden, Denji's like, "Damn, you ain't for my head, didn't you?" And all of a sudden, boys, yeah, boys' man. body split like Moses part in the Red Sea. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, I think the ending I think was really good. Like the whole wrap up section. Like one, the scene where where him and um Aki kicking him in the nuts. Like and they're like, yeah, stomp him in the you, nuts. Stomp, like, stomp him in this? the nuts. Yo, I love, I f- love that scene. Yo, bro, because we don't get that shit in regular animes, bro. Regular animes, and they we be don't like, get it no, from Aki either. We don't have to do. We have to do the right thing. And I thought that's what this was gonna be because you know how Aki is. And, yeah. I, and then Aki's just like, you know, fuck it, for Hamena, we gonna do this shit. Like he, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they played the flashback of him smoking his first Lucy. Like, and that being his, his, I, I guess whatever memory, the most significant memory that he has with Hamena. Yo, yeah. 
Mans was that's like, you know what? One, Fuck man. it. We, yo, we about to violate these niggas, bro. Real shit. I, I, I fucked with that heavy. It was so good. And now we're starting to see more of like Aki opening up. And then they show like them all sitting around the table and eating at the end of the episode, right? And like interacting the way that they used to do with the meta, but ways that they never did previously. Yep. Um, the other big thing is the pieces. They got enough pieces of the Gundam. They yeah. said that shit's starting to move. Right. Yep. That's that's gonna be that's that's critical. It's gonna pop off, man. That's critical because now that's what that's what I was saying. Like just to sum it up, like they they basically f- did everything. It, this is like the perfect setup to the main plot because obviously the gun devil is the big bad, and you know his minions are the people that we see in along the way and shit. But this is like the perfect setup to make you excited for season two. Like everything from the mm-hmm. post credit scene. From now we know, you know, we have a lot of, you know, these gun fragments. That way they, like you said, like you said, John, um, obviously, uh, Denji and, all, and, and fucking Power are, are training and getting a lot stronger. It's just, shit's, shit's, shit's lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I feel like they're, we're now building up to a really sad departure of Aki because now they're like building it up where... The relationship between him and Danji and Power is getting more like intimate, and like he's starting to sort of be more vulnerable mm. and let down those walls. And then he's just gonna die at some point, and it's gonna be a lot more sad than if he had died like this season, where he was like yeah. still an important well, character, yeah. but he was still just like closed oh, off and bit. more of like a warrior figure. I um. I like that, and they definitely foreshadowed more, like, obviously, the things, the conversation with the future devil, but, like, when, um, his interaction with the angel devil, where mm-hmm. if, the, if the angel devil touches you, you lose your lifespan, but this man's like, I already lost enough lifespan, I don't give a shit. Like, and they were like, oh, you just handed this mad casually. He's like, yeah, it doesn't work through fabric, right? He's like, no, but all right, right. Cool, whatever. Um, yeah, also, like, in that post credit scene, that dream, um, that was very ominous. Uh, it could be interpreted a lot of different ways. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, what did you think? What did you think that the dream meant? Since we all saw it. Um. I I think that if he opens that, I think that's like letting Pochita out, and that's why Pochita is like you can't do that. Where I think it's one thing where he's like I have a dream all the time. Like you know if I can't hang out with you and pet you in real life like i might as well do it in the dream but she was like nah bro like this is some naruto we're in your psyche like if you let me out like i'm gone there's no you anymore it's just me again or i think now that i'm thinking about it, i think like matt's theory of like what the real pochita is that could be the real pochita locked up and if it opens up then it'll be like some naruto nine tail shit and fully takes him over i like that or like sukuna like fully takes him over i like that take too how you guys are? I kind of agree with that. And like to take it a step further, I feel like that might be the final bid against the gun devil is that he has to let Pochita out in order to win. Ooh. I was thinking um, it's going to turn some, some, into some Jujutsu Kaisen shit where like they start giving him bullet fragments. Once they find where the gun devil is, they give him something to make him stronger. Oh, like, yeah, like you said, like Wasukuna. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Damn, it's a tough. It's tough to place what which direction is actually about to go because I don't know. I still feel like twelve. Like they're gonna find a way to introduce a gun devil probably in the next season. Excuse me, 
But I don't think, you know, we get to the point of, all right, they're fighting and they're watching this nigga. Because this is somebody that, like, I don't know. But somebody's going to die. Some One of the good guys is going to die. I don't know. Maybe Aki will die. It's going to be tough. I think I think when, like, Aki's going to die. But I think when Aki he dies, gonna it's going to be real close to the end. Word? You think so? Are you speaking because yeah. you actually know shit? No, 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 no. I, um... From where I stopped, like there was a lot of Chainsaw Man that happened after. Apparently, I thought it was closer, but um, when I caught up to the manga, so I gotta go back and read. But um, I think that whenever he dies, like I feel like it has to be close to the end of like something big. Yeah, like he's too important of a character, and like writers make those adjustments from fan favorites and all of these things as they go forward. Like I think he's too important of a character to die early on in the grand story. True. I think he faces the gun devil, at least, in yeah, some way. I think if, I think the, the way I'm picturing it is um, he either... Now that you brought that up, Matt, all right, here's my theory. They're going to all fight the gun devil. He's going to watch everyone else get killed, quote-unquote killed, because we all know, like, power and, um, you know... Uh, then you can't really be killed, but they still can be killed. They're gonna get killed in front of him, and then he's gonna be killed by the gun devil. And then Denji's gonna unleash full Pochita and then take on the gun devil, and that's the final fight. Mm-hmm. So think, he uh, died in the worst way, where he finally got to the gun devil, saw how futile he like couldn't defeat him, watched the people he loved die in front of him, and then you know, or maybe that's he the worst way to die, he. But, Somehow helps Denji release Pochita. I don't know. Yeah, because if if Denji's like, quote unquote, dead, how would he? Unless it's the dream thing. I don't know. That's a good theory, though. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still, I don't know. It's it's so tough to say with the demons, man. I got to just see, because we... We, you see how the dream goes, right? Where it's like, all right, man, like you go close to the t- to the door and shit, and it's it, you hear Pochita's voice. Like, there's, there, I don't know. Me personally, I feel like it's just a level of unlocking some something. I don't know what it is necessarily. I don't know whether that's Pochita, like you saying, or whether that's just more hidden ability that like the 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 devils that are human have. So I'm not really sure, John. But that, yeah, I I, I, I fuck with where you're going with that though. But yeah, I'm lost. Not I'm lost not. in the sense of I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's about to happen. I'm I'm just excited. And like I'm definitely one of my um I don't know, I don't like New Year's resolutions, but like it's just there's been so much self-reflection in the past couple of weeks that I've been like, oh, all of these goals that I want to do, I guess they are New Year's resolutions. It's about to be New Year's, but one of them is I want to read more. Um, so I'm definitely going to try and get into more stuff and catch up on all those shows that I finished and stuff like that. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Um, um, Matt, how you feeling after watching your first anime? This one was cool. I really like it. The animation's great. It's really creative. The characters are really well written. Um, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, man, this was a great one. I think that this was like probably one of the most... like. Like the way I finished the first season of Ted Lasso and went, this was one of the best seasons of a TV show I've watched where it like gave you a bit of everything that you could want. Um, that's kind of how I feel about this. And the difference between this and like 
uh, Akame got killed that gave you everything in a season, a complete story in one season, is like, one, this is just 12 episodes of a bigger story. Um, and the other thing is like, it did all of those things without like the fan service aspect, so it can definitely appeal to more people. Yeah. Um, so it, also like, they've been making memes about how much work MAPPA is gonna have to do this year because of like the new shows that they just signed on. They were like, those, <laughs> they're like, those artists and designers are gonna be fucking, like what, it's they're it's not gonna see their families for like six months. It's Chainsaw, it's Chainsaw Man, Attack on Titan, and what else? Um, I think they're doing solo leveling. Oh shit! Uh, they have the next season of One Punch Man. Oh, they do. Like, oh yeah, geez. they. That's what just got announced. One Punch Man's gonna be on my mouth. They have so what much. The fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> these niggas gonna be busy. My God. Oh, hope they pay them niggas handsomely. Um, I I didn't want to do like a poor one out, but like Matt's never been involved in a poor one out. So like, yeah, it's Matt for real. I mean, the series isn't really over, and we. Yeah. Pro- so I mean, I'll I'll, I'll abstain, but yeah, right. Matt. So who for your first pour out? Who are you gonna pour one out for? Um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious for now. Mm. Um, Jimena, I guess, because like, mm. I you know even though. She obviously was killed off. Her character was written well enough where, like, you could see how she could have been part of the story moving forward. So, like, it it, kind of makes the death more impactful as a viewer because you kind of thought about where that could have gone had she still been a part of the story, like, right now. Um... Mm. So, you know, it, it just it made it feel more sad because you're just like, damn, like, you know, she was like just at that point where like, like, you know, like we said back when it first happened, she was just creating closer relationships with Denji and, uh, you know, they were kind of making all these plans for the future and then it just cut, kind of got cut short. So it was a shame to like not be able to see those plans come to fruition. But you kind of, you know, looking back on it now at episode 12, you kind of see how her death has like contributed to where they are and where they're going. So yep. it is what it is, but I'll pour one out for that. Fair enough. Now you're going to start watching some more shows with us. I mean, if we do it this yeah. way, it kind of puts me in a good place to watch it. So <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm saying if, you, if we go, yo, Matt, you got to get on this anime book club. <laughs> Might I suggest a show? Nah, oh my god. <laughs> John, do you know what you're Is it high school SD? Ooh, it is not. Oh, there you go, John. There you go. <laughs> I will say though, I mean, it is uh kind of out there. Uh Revenge of a Healer. It's the same type of anime, the same type of smile that Yuichi that Yuichi be doing in uh uh what do you call it? In Tamadashi Gang. Mm. Tell you, you watch mm. watch an episode or two of that and you tell me it's not the exact same smile. It's some crazy creepy shit. <laughs> Which it's not every day you have a protagonist that uh gives off villain vibes, but you know what? I will say about uh Chainsaw, I do perfectly love that scene um where they got old boy chained up in the train yard and they're gonna stop yeah. in the nuts because I just I, I like that interaction between uh Aki where it's like you know Denji's gonna do his thing, he's gonna be rogue and, and do whatever. But Aki kind of, you know, playing into it a little bit, just, you know, on, on some, like, shits and giggles type. 
Yeah, you like you're opened up, and I like that. I like that. That was that that was cool. Uh, Kobani, I still got a hit out on her. Uh, you know, she she still don't she's still useless to me. Um, but yeah, uh, everything is cool. I like how the uh, all the fiends are basically the Suicide Squad for uh, the that uh, public safety. So that was kind of cool. Yep. You know, you got the shark. You got the angel. I'm try- I'm interested in how you an angel devil. So basically, you tell me that's Lucifer, but in girl form. But if you touch her, you lose like Is half your life. What? Is it a girl? That's a girl. Might I think be, so. It might be a lady boy. Oh, you might, uh, it might. It's be, like um, what's might be a femme boy. Yeah. It, I, well, oh, it I wouldn't say it might I, be a Felix. It's yeah, like a Felix, not like a um the the dude from My Hero Academia, not like him. But you know, dude with the fucking the belt, the nasal naval laser, naval laser. Yeah. I think he's just gay. Oh well. Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's, a P- it's a PC. I'm sorry. John, strike that from the uh, the thing. <laughs> it's a very PC show. I'm sorry. But, I mean... I'm talking about Felix. <laughs> yes, like Felix. Felix. Oh, no. I know Felix. Yeah. Yeah, I know right. Felix. Okay, you're looking fair. at me like I'm crazy. I know Matt don't know Felix. But... I know Estolfo, too. It's... All right. It's okay. Gonna, it's gonna... All right. I'm going to make, make another... Remember that TikTok? Somebody get the cane out. I'm going to make another one. <laughs> Pull this man off the stage. Oh, that nigga is horny. <laughs> Diabolically. <laughs> nah. But on some serious shit, I'm very interested to see about the angel devil, because that's basically Lucifer. Um, but, yo, if, if you lose half your lifespan just touching uh, the angel devil. I don't think it's devil, half. We just know it's like chunks. It's like, all right, so you get chunks off. It's like, yo, that's a crazy, that's a crazy power. Yeah. Only- like, I, I really am interested to see, like, how they use some of these. Like, you introduced the fiends in, like, the last episode. I'm interested to see, like, going forward where they how they interact with that because you know for the for the most part all the uh, the only thing we've really been able to talk with is is power but these mm-hmm. these kind of seem like uh regular regular not to say regular regular people but at least uh what's his name at least violence dev- violence fiend he kind of seemed normal outside of you know witch doctor mask he was just like hey you shouldn't be down here um you know it's dangerous and then he's like and oh shit you're a fiend too spider devil was kind of crazy though. that was kind of scary i'm not gonna lie um yeah but, spider devil is a d i want all you know give me more violence i seen you know violent have them there all the time and i guess shark boy too shark boy lava guard yeah shark boy shark boy seems like he's the male version of power like just off the walls like just going crazy like he's somebody as like yeah i'm just gonna jump into this swarm of like a thousand zombies and just bite them all because i can um he's got big power energy uh but yeah other than that it's uh it's good i don't know it's crazy that denji don't know he's trying to get into some alien yams but you know what it is what it is who hasn't though right hey man we're the avatar just saying bigly yeah <laughs> great movie by the way uh you know uh just miss you today, John. But you know, I will say that uh, Matt does okay. smell a lot better. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Y'all wow. don't have any distinct scents. Um, yes, that's all I got. All right, we'll catch y'all next week. You even told your people too. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody, ain't no letting down, I won't let you down Cause I got ice in my veins I talk like a champion, like a champion I'm so cold, buddy, I'm so